Welcome back to the stupidest podcast. This is your host, Justin Vandy Venter. And with me is that other bald headed, bearded son of a bitch. You know who I'm talking about. The other host of this podcast, Justin Rademacher. How's Hi, it going? Buddy. Not too bad. How are you good. doing, man? I'm doing good. That's good. What have you been up to? Well, this, little that, not enough this, and too much of that. I understand. Um, just work, work, and more work as always. Uh, other than that, I did a uh, couple of bowling tournaments here lately. Okay, how how were you uh, shooting? Really good. Nice. I won two out of the three. Okay, nice. So, yeah, I like so that. I'm did you do it? Did you do brackets or anything? Yeah. Nice. Oh, is that what you were talking about? You won two out of three brackets. No, I won oh. two out of the three tournaments. Oh, dang. That's real good. Yeah. Yeah, because I know you said you were shooting bad to start the year, and then you picked it up, but I didn't realize you picked it up that much. Yeah, yeah, I've been bowling good. I think I have uh, six out of the last eight series for 700 or better. Wow. That's pretty good for a lefty. Not bad, huh? <laughs> <laughs> so... Um, other than that, work, uh, get, got my butt back in the gym here lately. Nice. Um, think I've lost about 15 pounds since I started going again. Dang. So, That's huge. Getting there. Yeah. Getting there. I've it's actually, diet, man. I've actually gained can... a little bit since, really? <laughs> yeah, since October I've gained about 10 pounds. I could be looking good if I could just get my diet in check yeah for sure yeah that's that's why we're not doing uh anything but water for march right that was starting tomorrow yeah starting tomorrow well since we when we record this but by the the time that this gets released it's almost the end of march (laughs) yeah (laughs) so i mean yeah days ago (laughs) it's been it's been going great so far i've i've made it this whole time i think right (laughs) <laughs> you should see me. I have like the shredded eight pack now. Dang. It's crazy that water does that for you. It's crazy how you only have an eight pack. <laughs> <laughs> so. What about you, man? What's new? Um, I mean, I've been working still. Um, work staying busy, which is good. Um, have a lot of interesting things coming up at the casino, which is kind of fun. So I'm excited to see how all that goes. Um, nice. Before, um, so last month, I should say. Um, we had a, a really cool person show up at the casino to do his act, uh, Nick Swardson. Nice. Yeah. Minnesota boy. Minnesota boy. It was a, a really good show. I got a chance to fist bump him the next day, which nice. was kind of cool. Um, so that was neat. I got to tell him that he had a great set and he's like, Hey, thanks man. Really appreciate that. And gave me a fist bump. So, um, and then he said that he's coming back cause I was wearing my, my work stuff. So he might have thought that I was a little higher up than I actually am because I was looking all nice and fancy. So why didn't you ask him to be on the podcast? I wanted to ask him to be on the podcast. I wanted him. I wanted to ask if I could tour with him. I wanted to ask <laughs> like a lot of things that I I knew. I think the answer was no, so I didn't ask any of it. You could have probably got him on the podcast. Maybe eventually. We'll 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 get him someday. Nick Swartzen, if you're listening, we would like to have you on as a as a guest. Absolutely. We could talk about the Vikings. We could talk about all kinds of stuff. Oh yeah. Yeah, he made fun of Aaron Rodgers pretty pretty heftily 
which uh, yeah. our our guest on this episode today is not super thrilled about because he took his material about. Now he didn't hit, take his material on Aaron Rodgers, but Aaron Rodgers he likes to my shtick. Yeah, he's got a <laughs> shtick about Aaron Rodgers. So, but uh, our guest is Sam Schwartz today. What is up? It's great to be here. But uh, yeah, other than that, like the only other things that I've really been up to is uh, disc golf. I went to Blue Ribbon. That was fun. Got a chance to play nice. that again. Um, Josh beat me, but it was still a lot of fun. And I had my best, like I shot my personal best there. So Sweet. But uh, yeah, otherwise comedy and the podcast and all that, that's basically all I've been up to. Nice, nice. So. But Sam, what have you been up to? Not a lot. Uh, mostly doing stand up. You know, I, I'm currently unemployed, so I'm enjoying retirement. Yep. Just hanging with my dog. The weather's been nice enough lately. I've at least been able to go on some walks. Nice. So, you know, that's good for the mental health and physical health. Yep. Me and the dog, you know. Yeah. I've <clears throat> uh, been taking a lot of edibles. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> It's getting all sorts of fucked up. Oh, yeah. do I have to censor myself? No, you don't oh, need to censor. No, yo, you're so shitty. Yeah, you don't need to censor anything. <laughs> like I, I'm lost asleep right now. <laughs> <laughs> nice. No, you have to. The, the worst word you can say is shoot. That's all you that's can it? say. That's yeah. the one word I can't say. Okay, yeah. I'll do my best. No, yeah, no, so that's fucking, the only. <laughs> fucking watch your fucking language, all right, Jesus. <laughs> well, fuck me, I guess. No, you're, you don't need to censor anything. You're you're way good. So. Awesome, because I do have a sailor's mouth, and I really don't have a, much of a filter. Yeah, no, you're <laughs> as, you, as you know. <laughs> but the uh, we actually do ask that you don't make fun of Aaron Rodgers. Just kidding, <laughs> dude. I drove like a half get hour that. to you get can here. make fun of them all as much as you want. No. I've like literally written three hours of nice on Aaron Rodgers and how much I hate him. <laughs> he, he's a disc golfer, though. That's one thing I like about him. Oh, That's, is he? Yeah, he's a... He just got done with that uh, four-day darkness retreat. Oh, okay. At the end of the four days, he finally came out of the closet. Oh, nice. <laughs> <laughs> so dumb. I like that. <laughs> nice. So, are we ready to get into this? Or? Yeah, I think we're ready to get into this. So, uh, Sam, I got my first question for you is, what inspired you to get into stand-up comedy? Well, uh, like as a kid growing up, um, I absolutely never watched stand up and I really hated it. So when I, as an adult, I was like, well, everybody sucks at this. So I have to do it to show them how it's done. Dang. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> I was, I was like, I was actually like, that was, that was a good answer for, uh, no, like, like the damn. answer that I always hear, like everybody say is like, well, I, lo- I loved watching it as a kid. Was yeah. Like, yeah. Of course we all did. Yeah. <laughs> but no, uh, my inspiration to get into it. That was the question. Yeah. Yep. I mean, I'll try to keep this short. I could ramble because it is kind of a long, lame question. How much do we have? How much time do we have? Are we like we don't have a time oh, frame. Okay. <clears throat> so, so we had uh, the record. I think is is it close to? I think it's just over four hours. Somewhere around in there. Yeah, it's about oh, four hours. Is just over or just under? Yep. Um, I'll say this now. I apologize ahead of time. I'm probably going to end up doing a lot of like Tom Sierra dick riding. Okay. Because he's my absolute favorite of okay. all time. Well, I mean, his boy is his best friend. So you Tom, guys, yeah. Uh, Bert. Yeah, you guys are going to get along. Yeah. So you're good. Yeah, I love Bert too. Um, but uh, yeah, I one day I was like sitting 
in bed and I wanted to watch a brand new stand up because I'd been I'd been listening to a lot of stand up at the time and uh I just wanted to listen to new stuff rather than listen to, like the same people over and over again. And I went on Netflix and looked at suggestions and uh that's where I first ever saw Tom Segura and I read the description to his special at the time, the new the newest one he had at the time. Watched it and I was in my bed crying, laughing, pissing myself. <laughs> All Which by myself. Uh, I believe that one was completely normal, or maybe it was mostly stories. Nice. They're yeah, both nice. good. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, so Bikes! <laughs> Bikes! Yeah. Um, then uh, a month or so later... You get one. You get one. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to make this shit count. <laughs> uh, so about a month later, I like looked him up, and I saw that he was uh, performing at the Fargo Theater. Mm. And uh, my buddy from high school... He has a couple uncles that own a few places in Fargo. And whenever we go, one place in particular is called Dempsey's, which is just like a few doors down from the theater. Whenever we go there, we get like VIP treatment and shit. So nice. Um, so I asked him, I was like, dude, if I buy these tickets, you want to go see Tom Segura? He never heard of him either. He's like, oh yeah, hell yeah, let's go. <laughs> it was around Halloween. He dressed up as Forrest Gump. I dressed up as Lieutenant Dan. <laughs> nice. Nice. He had told me for like years like, whenever we hang out, I make him laugh his ass off. And he's always like, dude, you should try stand-up. I'm like, oh, yeah, totally. Yeah. And then I never think about it again. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, we went to see Tom there. And uh, before the show, we were up in the balcony. And we were making the entire balcony just piss themselves laugh. Dang. Yeah, we were, like, basically, like, the opening act. Then <clears throat> I remember during the show, uh, he was just crushing. He was just murdering, like Tom Segura does. Yeah, yeah. And I remember, like, I stopped at one point, like, looked around, and I looked up at him, and how, like, casual he was just, like, making this room full of people laugh. And I was like, I want to do that. Yeah. So I decided in that moment, like, I'm going to do stand-up. <laughs> and at this point, I had been to a couple of the Dublin's open mics. And uh, after the show, and I came back to Duluth, I went to another one, and I actually went up to Danielle Trallo, and I was like, excuse me, ma'am, what do I need to do to do this? She told me, write three minutes, come early, sign up. <clears throat> this is leading into like the holidays and stuff. And, you know, I, mm -hmm. I was taking it really seriously. Like, I'm going to really work hard on writing this three minutes. So I don't want the stress of the holidays to, to like throw me off or anything. So I looked on my calendar. And I picked January 12th. That is the day I'm going to do stand up. Two days later, scrolling through Instagram. I see that Tom Segura posts that his newest special is coming out on January 12th. So it's oh. a, so it a little serendipitous. Yeah. This is a super lame story, I know. No, but, that's uh, that's actually really cool. Cause so <laughs> your very first time doing stand-up was when his special came out. Mm -hmm. That's yeah. cool. So I uh, that at the, my job at the time, I got off work at like 11 a.m., went home, cracked open a PBR, laid in bed, and I watched, I believe that one was mostly, no, that one was probably disgraceful. Okay. Doesn't that does not matter? But, yeah. Um. Yeah. And I was like crying, laughing, like the jokes. I was like, Oh, I remember that, but I forgot because I was drunk. Yeah. <laughs> <You know? laughs> then yeah, that night I did my first three minutes, and I it went well. And uh, yeah, like going. Maybe this is another question to ask you guys. Like going on to stage, not nervous at all. Okay. But as soon as I got off stage, I was like shaking, and yeah, it was like completely backwards. Really but, interesting. Yeah. It, yeah, it oh, went wow. well. I told a very personal story. 
and uh my buddy and his now wife were there to see me and yeah it was like i i'm like this is what i do now yeah (laughs) yeah yeah so yeah uh tom segura dick riding it up (laughs) that's like that's cool though like you get into stand-up watching one guy and then the one guy that puts a special out it releases on the very first day that you just randomly decided a day like obviously it had to be a thursday too a friday at the time oh friday at the time wow so that's yep yeah i mean like i can't just give it to tom it's also like the blue collar comedy tour oh yeah and like uh dimitri martin and like uh uh, Jeff Dunham, even though I don't like them anymore. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah like all, there's a lot of people I can list off, but yeah, yeah. There's... But it, it, when it when it came down to it, the reason why I started was because of Tom Segura. Yeah, yeah. Nice. Tom Segura is amazing. So much. I'm better. getting hard right now thinking about Tom Segura. <laughs> Shut your mouth, Roddy. You know where you're going with that. He, he knew I was going to say is so much better than Burt Kreischer. Oh, yeah. so much better. It depends who you are. <laughs> Actually, I just had to say yeah, for Vandy. I actually just saw Tom again and Bert this last fall, and they both have specials coming out soon. Yeah. They have, they have pretty yeah, good Bert's, new hours. Bert's comes out in May. <clears throat> coming up in May? Yep. <laughs> he's releasing it right right about on the same time as he's, his movie comes out. Oh, oh. yeah. That's going to be fun, too. The The trailer looked pretty good for the machine. Oh, yeah. it looks so good. I'm so excited. Yeah. Mark Hamill plays his dad. Yeah. <laughs> I thought that they were going to have Bert play young Bert. Like, as a joke. Oh, that would be funny. And, and Yeah, that'd be it, awesome. If you've seen the Impractical Jokers movie, they play themselves in high school. Like, them now. Yeah, right? They play themselves in high yeah. school. It's and, so funny. But they should have got, like, an actor to play them now. Right. <laughs> Bert and Tom are working on a movie right now together. Oh, are they? Hmm. Yeah, Fat Astronauts. Oh, are they actually doing that? I thought it was just a joke. No, they're actually, well, supposedly they're actually doing it. That's awesome. Dang. Them two in a comedy would be awesome. I mean, it probably wouldn't, like, make big numbers. Yeah. But I bet it'd be, like, for somebody like me, I'd I'd love it. I was going to say, it it would get everybody that, like, obviously follows their podcast. Like, they would get all their podcast followers for sure. Sure, yeah. Yeah. Like, I would watch it, and I don't listen to all their podcasts. You should uh, see Bert's new promo. (laughs) It's so fucking funny. He's trying to promote the movie. Sure. And uh, he goes into the movie theaters and he's like, he stands in front of the, the theater and goes, hey, guys, I'm Burt Kreischer. And right about here in a little bit, the preview for my movie, The Machine, is going to come on. So be ready. Nice. <laughs> and he sits through the whole freaking previews and it never came on. Oh, no. <laughs> He went to three theaters and did the exact same thing. That's funny. Uh, <laughs> and he goes, do you know what the best part about all that was? Was I got in front of everybody in all three of those theaters. <laughs> Maybe you should like wait until after the preview comes yeah. on. And be like, hey, that was me. <laughs> yeah. He was told that they were, it was going to be playing before those movies, though. That's, oh. that's funny. I actually made a commercial once for an IT company, and they told me that they were going to pay to have it. For the Super Bowl, they have to do so many local oh, okay. commercials. He said he was going to pay to have it played during the Super Bowl. I told everybody I was going to have a Super Bowl commercial. Never came on. Oh, no. And I asked my boss at the time afterwards. I was like, hey, why didn't that commercial play? He's like, eh, decided it wasn't worth the money. I was like, oh, cool. Thanks for telling me. Yeah, <laughs> I told <dick>. everybody. <laughs> everybody. Oh, that sucks. Yeah. It was dumb. 
I mean, I wasn't going to be right, on the, a commercial, but I at least made it. Yeah. So that, that would have been nice. a really special moment for me. Nah. Go on. What? Oh, go ahead. <laughs> I'm, giving you permi- I'm giving you permission to go. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, what style of comedy do you perform on stage? And do you like the style you have? And if not, what style would you want to do? My favorite form of comedy is roasting. Um, I don't, I, like, I sometimes would like roast comics if I bring them up, if I'm hosting, but I wouldn't say that that is my style necessarily. Um, I'd not typically clean. Sometimes I'll throw in some bad puns. Um, I don't know, Roddy, would you, would you think I have a style? Um, cause I'm not really sure if I can put a name to it. I don't know if, cause you do so many different styles. Yeah. Yeah. So you kind of like, do. Yeah. Cause you do stories sometimes like little stories and then <laughs> you'll do one liners, you do roasts, you do, um, yeah, you're kind of all over the board. Yeah, cause I've been telling a lot more stories lately. I've been yeah. talking about my grandma and I'm actually adding on my grandpa to that story. Um, telling, I was telling stories about my health crisis last year. I never talked about me getting fired recently. <laughs> yeah, that's I mean, apparently not very funny to me. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, I'm sure it will be once. Like, yeah, I'm sure. Because comedy is tragedy plus timing. Right. right. Or not timing. Time. time yep. Yeah, timing is different than time. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, I guess uh, I just have my own unique style. Like, nobody does it like me. I'm, I'm like, the best that there probably ever was. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Mic drop. <laughs> <laughs> I'm actually probably my least favorite comedian. <laughs> I think I'm garbage at this, but I just enjoy it so much. Dude, I would not say you're garbage. Yeah. You're you're I, good. But I appreciate I, that. But I do like I like that you don't necessarily have like a a style because like obviously a lot of people just say like I'm one liners and I, I would like to change that. I don't want people to have that mindset about me. I think you could take some of those jokes and expand them. Yeah. And I've actually I actually just called Vandy earlier today, actually. Um and I have Maybe a story. He's got a good story coming. Awesome. Yeah, it's a Great. pretty pretty emotional story. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's uh, but I got some dark humor in it. Yeah, um, yeah I was gonna say it's pretty dark too. <laughs> yeah, I got some dark humor in it, which helps me, I guess, in that situation. But <laughs> I like dark humor too, and I found out that uh, people really don't like when you talk about suicide and abortion. <laughs> yeah, that's because uh, <laughs> I had two separate bits in this last year, and they never went over well. <laughs> yeah, well, wh- <laughs> I thought that they were crafted so well. <laughs> yeah, one of uh. The story that I'm telling does one of those. Sure. So sure. It, 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 it's about my brother. So it's, it's. Oh yeah. Your yeah, brother died, right? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So I, 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 I abortion. I, yeah. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so I, I talk a little bit about that and so I, I'm, I'm excited to do it, but obviously I, I need a lot more work mm-hmm. on it. Um, cause it, it starts off pretty funny. Like again, mostly dark humor. I want to add some of my, lightness to it right. um but yeah it starts off okay and it ends okay but the middle there's like no comedy it's all story and emotional so i want to i want to make it it's into pretty a, good you just got you just got to do some polishing yeah, yeah you probably want to push that a little closer to the end of your set too yeah exactly open up with some little one-liners get things warmed up yeah and that and so far i haven't actually timed it but so far i think it's about five minutes um, and that's mostly story. So I want to sure. make it maybe about 10 minutes with punchlines right. and funniness yeah. in there. Yep. So, but yeah, so I'm working on that, but we'll see. Yeah. Stories are tough. Yeah. Telling this new one about my grandma, like she like really died and it was like a horrible, horrible period of my life. And, mm. uh, 
still doesn't feel real that she's gone and it's been over six months but uh yeah. i added in the uh the letters love letters part that was actually not my grandma and grandpa oh okay it was uh that was a true story from when i was working at a print shop okay uh I, it's, my first job was to scan all these letters and then this yeah this guy literally every day for two years was writing this uh lady letters and they eventually did wind up getting married and built a life together damn yeah that's that's heavy but like the thing is i read some of the letters as i was scanning them in cringy as oh. hell. Like the type of shit that he was saying in those letters if you fast forward to today and you were like to t- text shit oh, like that to a yeah. girl she would ghost you really fast yeah but back Dang. then that was <laughs> yeah it was yeah it was a completely different time back then yeah interesting that's interesting to think about like what you can say <clears throat> then and not today and then what you can say today but you couldn't say then well back then you can just grab their ass yeah. What were they going to do about it? They're women. Nah, that's... Women really didn't have any rights, yeah. hardly at all. If they spoke up, you just give them a little smack. <laughs> it was expected that they would stay home to raise the kids and have as many babies as the husband wanted. Man, that's yeah. crazy. We've what is it? In uh, Boondock Saints, they were telling the rule of thumb that came from back in those days. You were allowed to beat your wife with a stick as long as it was no wider than your thumb and that's how they came up with the rule of thumb (laughs) wow oh really that's wow that's interesting that's i don't know if it's true or not but it was in the movie (laughs) i saw a video fairly recently where uh a reporter female reporter she was going around and she was just like pinch guys' asses (laughs) and um they'd turn around and be like what the fuck and she's like did you not like that i did that they're like not really yeah (laughs) it was like a (laughs) experiment to show like yeah we don't like it either yeah (laughs) Yeah, if you did that today, you'd be, like, wherever you're at. Oh, you, you could go to jail. Be, yeah, exactly. Like, if you're at a bar, you're just, boom, cops are being called. Out of here. That yeah. actually happened to me a couple years ago. Oh, really? A girl came up and just spanked my ass. I turned and looked at her, and she was like, <laughs> and then left. Yeah. I was like, did anyone else just see me get sexually assaulted? Yeah. And guys were like, yeah, lucky you. I was like, no, that sucked. <laughs> yeah, I didn't, I didn't like that. <laughs> I didn't know who that was. Yeah. It'd be one thing if it was like a significant other or something. Then I'd be like, hey, yeah. what's up? But no, not a stranger. Yeah. Or somebody that you're like really close with and like that's kind of your Oh, yeah, that would be them. fine. Like, yeah. Like if you did it to yeah. me, I'd be like, oh, hey, buddy. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> Just fucking around. But yeah, no, not strangers. The, the double standards are ridiculous nowadays. <laughs> yeah. We're making progress at least. Yeah. We've still I, got a long ways to go, but. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, that's that's nuts. Uh, well, you kind of already answered this one, so I'm actually going to go a different direction. Sure. Um, so how has comedy impacted your life, uh, whether it be positive or negative? Sure. Um, it's given me a platform to – sorry, my contact is kind of getting wacky. Oh, you're good. Um, can we take a pause, actually? Yeah, yep. I'll be right back. But yeah, so the the question again, just so everybody is aware. So how has comedy impacted your life, either, whether it be positive or negative? Um, yeah, it's definitely giving me like a platform. Kind of like, like therapy. Like I'm yeah. able to talk about some things, some things that make me really uncomfortable. Some like things that maybe I wouldn't talk about otherwise. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I'm I'm talking to people that are strangers. So it's not like I'm 
being vulnerable to somebody that I don't want to see me vulnerable, but like also yeah. that does also happen. And uh, yeah, like always nothing is like, nothing makes me feel as good as making somebody laugh. And when I, there's like a full room of people who are just like, shut the fuck up, my turn to talk and making them laugh. It just, it yeah, and brings joy to their life and gives them a good night, you know? And I love when everybody else gets to do that too. And seeing all you guys and seeing you, advance and seeing you do well that makes me feel good too so <coughs> i'm out of breath from walking to the bathroom <laughs> 10 feet away <laughs> well yeah but you were also like trying to get your contact right, yeah, and stuff so i don't panicking to go quickly um yeah. so yeah like it's kind of like a therapy it's uh it's wholesome it's dark it's dirty we get to talk about things that you can't talk about otherwise got to meet a lot of new friends yep yeah i mean like you could find this with many other activities, but this was, I'm glad I'm following this one. Well, it's a, a unique way of finding people because mm-hmm. it's like, obviously like whether you're, you're playing disc golf or bowling or doing comedy, like, like you're saying, like you're going to find people that have similar interests like with you. Right. Um, but with comedy, it's, it's different because there's so many different lifestyles that oh, get yeah. into comedy big time yeah so like when you're talking about like bowling or disc golf i feel like there's there's still some differences obviously but like you're gonna have more of the same i guess sure. whereas in comedy you're gonna find everybody and the, it it's crazy how many different people that i've I've met just through comedy and it's sure. nuts and uh like with meeting new people and i find this in dating a lot too it's like what can i joke about in front of them <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> you gotta worry. Like, are they gonna be all offended if I say this, that? But like with a stand-up, you're like, oh, they just made that joke. Like, I can joke about that with yep. them. That's awesome. And then that's like a good way to like really break the ice and uh, really connect with somebody. Yeah, yeah. And you get to know their like vul- vulnerable side, so you know what makes them laugh. But then you also know like a you get to know a little bit about them, um, unless they're like me and do one-liners that are mostly lies. But <laughs> like that one where you have a girlfriend. Yeah, <laughs> that one's never going to be true. Um. <laughs> but that one where you taste your friend's penis. Yep, that one actually happened. Uh, I like that one. No, that was a good one. That's that's one of my favorite jokes. Right. That's that usually gets like a big reaction. It doesn't always, though. It's, it's right. crazy how oh, yeah. like some people are weirded out by it. Yeah, for sure. It went well on Kettle River. Yeah, we did. Yeah. I was I was surprised by that one. Yeah, like Kettle River. They're gonna be like, "Oh, this guy's gay. We gotta beat him up." <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's it's crazy. Like what works where, and like you can literally do the same set at the same place the one week, and then the next week it doesn't. Mm-hmm. It either does better or worse, or it it's never the same. I've had uh, yeah bits that did really well all the time, and then one week nothing yeah it's like what <laughs> do you guys have a bad sense of humor it's like, yeah. no it's not their fault yeah <laughs> the that, joke's not for everyone yeah know? well that or it could have been like maybe you like missed a word sure, or and you just didn't realize yeah it. that's that, why it's really important to record your sets yeah and to actually listen to them yeah because i have definitely done that where i'm like why didn't i get a laugh there and then i re-listen i'm like i missed the connector i needed right. this word if without that word it's nothing yeah like yeah, that definitely happens more when I drink more. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's just my fault. Yep, yep. <laughs> that makes sense. Because I, 
I, I don't drink every time. Um, I've, I've in the last maybe six months, I've started drinking a little bit more. Mm-hmm. Um, and not like huge, like I'll just drink a few, but then I notice a little bit of a difference sometimes and you're like, Oh, yeah. miss that. <laughs> yeah, I typically do watch how much I drink before I perform. Yeah. Then, um, a few weeks ago, I didn't drink for like a, a week and, uh, it was crazy how much clearer I felt in my head on stage, how mm. how much I like flowed better and just was my speech was way more clear. Yeah. <laughs> you know, all the things that alcohol does to you, it wasn't doing it to me. <laughs> <laughs> That's weird how that happens. Yeah, no. And uh I've tried taking edibles before getting on stage. That's also bad news. <laughs> That's one thing I've not tried. Yeah. I've not done that. There's no way I would ever do that. <laughs> oh, it was a Joe Mosier showcase, the Too Many Sams one okay, back this yep. last fall. Yep. Before the show, three different people offered me an edible. I'm not going to say no. Yeah. <laughs> Did you accept all three? I took all three. <laughs> and plus, I was also having drinks. I remember being on stage. That's it. I don't remember saying anything. I don't remember physically feeling anything. <laughs> was that recorded? Yeah. It was. And I listened to it later and I was like, I don't remember doing any of this. I remember like seeing the crowd and like seeing them like not <laughs> yeah. enjoying what was going on. Oh. And then uh, when I did my showcase recently uh, in the group chat, Joe was talking about, uh, should I even say this on him? I don't think he cares. Yeah, we, we can. Um, he was talking about doing mushrooms before my show. Yeah. I just responded. He, it was he like, said he said worse things in his in his episode. Okay. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> okay, I don't want to throw him underneath the bus because you know he doesn't need that. His legs <laughs> already don't work. <laughs> but yeah, Joe Mosier, uh, he was saying how he was going to eat, uh, eat some mushrooms before the show. Yeah. And I was like, I really want to tell you not to do drugs before my show, but I took three edibles before your show. Yeah, so, so you're like, I can't I guess do whatever you want. Yeah. Oh, Joe Mosier. Should actually say his last name too, so yeah. you can actually give him credit for yeah. doing illegal drugs. <laughs> so any any police officers listening? Uh, <laughs> oh, it's my word. Joe Moser at uh... <laughs> yeah. Can, can you add his address in here just real quick? I can tell you where he is three times a week. Oh uh, well, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. stand up comedy. Yep, comedy, comedy, comedy. Does that answer your question? Right, um, yes, yes, it okay. did. Awesome. We kind of already went over this, Sam, but we can kind of go a little bit more in depth. Um, when was the first time you went on stage? What was it like? And where did you start? Okay, so my first time was at Dublin's. Think back in those days. Like I said, it was January 12th, five years ago, so that would be 2018. Just a few weeks before I turned 26, so I was technically 25. I don't really... At that point, I was 26. I don't, yeah. really, I don't do the birthday thing, but... uh. Um, yeah, at the time there was Dublin's and then there was the VIP pizza over in Superior. That's all we had. The scene was not anything like it is what today. we have it now. Like we put in some gnarly work in the last couple of years to really build it. And, uh, yeah, I did it at Dublin's. The room was pretty full. Did about, I did my three minutes. Um, it didn't go over. So that was good. It went well. Looking back, the material so cringy oh <laughs> oh god it was like two years later i watched the video back i was like how did i think this was funny <laughs> <laughs> yeah it was, what was the last part of that question um 
uh, what was it like? Oh, what, what was, was like? what was your first time um, like? I I I practiced. This is kind of what I do. I don't do it as much anymore, but like I will stand up in my apartment and I'll practice my entire set to my dog. Okay. And I just practice and practice and practice all week. So I didn't even have to think about my material. And I kind of had like an out of body experience. Like I remember like I was on stage moving around doing my material, but I don't like really like you don't you know on the day the stage at Dublin's you can't really see anybody. Yeah, yep. You just see shapes. Yeah, yep. And I you know, I never stood on the stage, so I didn't know what to expect. So I kind of felt like I was like almost in a trance. And I got off stage and was just freaking out and like shaking, you know. It was a crazy experience. I never had it like that ever since because I knew what to expect after that, mm-hmm. of course. But yeah, it was weird. Never felt anything like that before. Yeah, it's it's really tough, especially mm-hmm. like. Dublin's like we were saying, like it's tough to see everybody. Um, where there are stages out there that you can see people, and I don't know which one I prefer. Like I, I like them both. Um, but yeah, it is intense. Like not, ex- like when you're not expecting it, yep. and all of a sudden you're up there, and you're just like the pressure is on. Yeah. <laughs> then there's the first time going on stage after that to a stage that you can see everyone. Yeah. Yep. And it's uh, it actually goes back to uh, Mitch Hedberg. He never liked to look at anybody on st- on in the crowd because like one he had the, the stage fright, but also he didn't want to see anybody unsatisfied because mm-hmm. then that means everybody is unsatisfied, and that's the worst. Yeah. It's the worst when you see somebody just hating your material. It is. <laughs> And you're expecting to, it just to crush, and it's like, mm-hmm. oh, I guess it wasn't that good. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's why, like, if I'm able to see the the people, I try to focus in on somebody that like seems to be enjoying themselves, mm-hmm. and then basically right. just do the show for them. Hopefully, right? Like, if and, they sit close enough, you can yeah. kind of see them. Yeah, that that part's tough too, because like I did a set. Um, actually, it was your show. It was uh, Sam Short's yeah. friends. Yep. yep. Um, and the guy in the back, he was like at the bar. And I didn't even see him during the whole show. I wasn't focused on him. And I was going up to the bar to get a beer afterwards. And he's like, hey, you're my guy. I'm like, what? I'm like, did I have a good set? He's like, did you have a good set? (laughs) I'm like, oh, thanks, man. Appreciate it. (laughs) Since we're on the subject, uh, so anyone that doesn't know, I did a showcase recently called Sam Schwartz Has Friends. uh, Eight of my good friends buddies i brought in and everybody did really really well and we had a full room at the caddy shack my parents were there my stepdad saw me for the first time and uh yeah i just want to publicly tell you all that were a part of it how much i appreciate it because i was really nervous about that show bombing yeah well thank you for having me be a part of it that was that was so fun yeah we'll talk about that later. yeah yeah anytime you have a show and you need somebody i'm i'm here for you so and I don't do a ton of shows, obviously. I don't put them together, but I'll definitely. I, I try. I want to make sure that I get everybody involved at some point. Absolutely. So. Yep. But except for Vandy, <laughs> too far <Yeah>. away. <laughs> no, Vandy. Vandy, did you ever come up to Duluth? Occasionally, time okay. to time. Have we met in person before? I don't know. I don't think so. Okay. He was the the only time he's been here. Like, Keller. Maybe. Oh, it might have been the Keller if you met him. And I went to Keller one time, and I barely remember being there. Okay. Well, maybe if you've only been there once, I don't think because he hasn't. I don't think you've been there in the last year or so, have you? 
once once okay um yeah so you probably didn't meet him there but he did come up here um for my very first time at dublin's okay he was he was here he was uh, the one that actually like got me on to get back on stage yeah because that was like i hadn't performed in like eight months and so he's the one he's like dude let's just let's just go like he was up here we were gonna do a podcast that night and uh he's like just just go and so we were just playing darts and I'm like, okay, well, I'll, I'll go in there and I'll sign up. And so I just signed up and Gavin was hosting that night. Gavin. And uh, Gavin. it was funny though, cause we got through everybody and Gavin was like about like, he's like, okay, we got our last <laughs> comics. I'm like, oh, uh, it, it must be me. And it wasn't me. And I'm like, uh oh. Oh, I think I remember this actually. Yeah. And then I went up to him. I'm like, hey, uh, is there any chance like I, I just got skipped because I, I, I was trying to get on stage and then he's like, yeah, 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 I'll get you on. I'll get you on. So he got me on and ended up doing well. And uh, a bunch of you guys came to talk to me at the end of the show. Uh, Frankie ended up uh, getting me into the one liner contest. That's how I. You're perfect for that one. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I I didn't win. but <laughs> No, it was the contest was kind of dumb. Cause I had some one-liners that like had jokes or that had yeah. laughs yep. and they're still like, Oh, nobody laughed. You're out. It was like, did you not see those four people right there? Oh, that's. And then one <laughs> of them I got, I got kicked out because it was too dark. Mm. And then like the next person did a way darker joke and they're like, that one's good. I was like, go fuck yourself. That's ridiculous. <laughs> they also scrubbed me from uh, ever appearing there. I was at both nights. Then they did a big group photo, photoshopped in everybody else that was there, didn't put me in it. What? And they photoshopped in people that weren't there at all. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, what the fuck is this? You should have photoshopped would, yourself in. I was in like a very depressed state at the time. So yeah. like it really was not helpful <laughs> to oh, be excluded. Like, which dang. I'm not like one of those people where I like, I need to be included. But like, yeah, it, that, it, that it just hurts. Like, yeah. yeah. No, I understand that. Yeah, I mean it's like it's fine now. It's not really a big deal. Yeah. But I'm sorry I told them to take you out of it. <laughs> <I'm just kidding. laughs> I just left early. I didn't even know they did a group yeah. photo. Well, that happens all the time. People yeah. people leave that, early, and that's we, why we just forget about the photo. After. It was a Sunday. I wanted to go home and get to bed and yeah. get ready for work. That's why. That's why I got to call Roddy a host because he gets really depressed when <laughs> I just call him the co-host. Yeah, I'm glad he actually called me the host this time. I was surprised he did that because he doesn't do that super often. He has actually a little bit more recently. I was say, I've been doing yeah, it quite a bit lately. I've been doing it a lot lately, but um, I mean that's kind of what gotta, I expect from my co-host. To, yeah, to do. you gotta gotta boost your ego before we let you go. <laughs> oh, okay. does, uh, does this <laughs> does this joke stem from like pilot and co-pilot? Yeah, kind of, yeah. Pretty much, yeah. Because that is really weird how there's a pilot and then there's a co-pilot. Yeah. <laughs> like, you're a pilot, but you're not as doing the piloty. same thing? Yeah, you're not as piloty. Yeah. You know. Don't call me Shirley. <laughs> <laughs> I'll give you that. That was pretty good. I like it. <clears throat> yeah. Okay. So how long were you or have you? Obviously, you are still doing it. But uh, how long have you been an open micer? Um, yeah. January 12th, 2018, I guess. So, yeah, I just hit five years uh, in January, and it's crazy. It's been that long. Yeah. I'm like halfway to 10. I mean, I, I definitely don't think that I'm as advanced as I would like to be, and I'm probably not as advanced as I should be. I just, you know, I could have put in more effort. But, you know, like, this isn't the only thing I do in my life. Yeah. <clears throat> and, uh, Going back to kind of like the style thing where I don't really have a style. It's kind of like mixed up a lot. Mm-hmm. 
maybe if I zoned in on a style, I could have like really built mm. more. But I'm, I've always been like the type of guy and like everything I do, I want to do like everything. Like when yeah. I did martial arts, I picked up three instead oh, of focusing nice. on one. Yeah. And when I got into aerial arts, I didn't just do pole dancing. I also did aerial silks. You know, it was like oh, I wanted yeah. to do everything, right? I didn't, I never focus in on like a thing. Yeah. Like in graphic design, I have a very versatile range of graphic design skills like i can do digital design i can do print design i can do motion graphics animation i never focused in on one and made a specialty yeah so maybe that's something that i should have done or should do or something but yeah but yeah five years that's cool no and i i do appreciate the fact that like you do everything too like i try to do that um but like obviously with comedy I, for some reason i i didn't get that yeah um i focus more on one-liners obviously it's just that's just how i've written because i've been writing since like 2010 i've just been writing one-liner jokes and obviously a lot of them are just not any good <laughs> um i haven't used majority of the jokes i've written i have not even touched like on stage and so, like, I'm still constantly going back, trying to find more to, to bring to stage. And so that's why I sometimes I have, like, only new open mics. And they suck because I'm, like, just grabbing stuff from the past. I want to tell a quick story about Roddy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so anyone that doesn't know, um, every open mic that Roddy is at, he has, like, this stack of, like, 500 sheets <laughs> printed out from uh, Excel. <laughs> Of uh, all of his jokes. Yep. And uh, that's what he goes off of for his sets. And then one day uh, I show up. He's like, dude, check it out. I got a tablet. I was like, dude, awesome. That's way better than the stack of paper. Then he shows me that uh, he has all of his jokes in the tablet. He literally laid down the sheets and just took a picture (laughs) of them (laughs) instead of hitting like Google Sheets or something. I was like, dude, what the hell? Are you ninety five like years old? <laughs> in my in my defense, so I only have one copy of each of those because I only have one Excel sheet that I work off of, and as when I'm done with it, I just delete it off the Excel. And so, I, like once I printed it, like that's my only copy I ever that's have. Not of it. smart. <laughs> I know it's not, and I'm I should go the other way with it and like make a doc and like right. do it that way. Um, cause everything else I have, like, you should see how organized I am, right. but I don't have all of my <laughs> sets down like that, except for like, I do have all of my sets from shows. Right. So open mics, I don't have all of those saved, but I have all of my shows saved. So like, I could tell you right now, all the jokes that I use, uh, all the, the shows that I've been on with you. Whoop. Good catch. I knew that was going to happen. <laughs> yeah. Good catch here. Do, do you want me to put a little weight on there on the back end? I'll do that for you. Yeah, just, I think so. Yeah. But um almost spilled my twisted tea all over your uh music room here. Yeah, that's, that's cool. <laughs> uh that's my couch, it doesn't matter. Okay. Um but yeah, so we're good there. Um Yeah, do you just want to go maybe as I'm going to get that for you? Um I'll ask the next question. Okay. Uh, perfect. So, yep, go good. All right. Um how many times should you be going on stage every week? And do you think it matters? Does it make a difference? Um, I mean, a lot of people will say go as many times as you can. Uh, I'm not hundred percent sure if I agree with that because I do think that you do need a break or else you're just going to burn yourself out. Um, we have three mics a week. If you do two of those, that's awesome. 
Um, one thing that I know a lot of people do is uh, <clears throat> our Tuesday night mic at uh, the Caddyshack is typically has not much of an audience. But I think that should be like one that you should skip as little as possible because then you're really workshopping for the comics. And then like the Wednesday and Thursday mics typically have an audience. And that's when you can really um, take what you learn from workshopping and hit it home. But doing the three mics a week is great too. But if there's like, if you're in a place where, <coughs> excuse me, if you're in a place where there's like six mics a week, I don't think you should do all six. Yeah. I, just personally, I don't think so. Cause it's just so much. If, if comedy is like your full time gig, then yeah, go ahead. But yeah. yeah, no. Yeah. If I was only doing the podcasting comedy, I would totally do probably four five, six. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I, I'm only doing two right now. Um, Tuesdays are tough because that's usually when we do yep. um, episodes. We're doing one on a Tuesday right now. Um, so that's just what works for us right now. So maybe in the future I will. But um, again, once spring comes, that's when I do disc golf is Tuesday nights. Right. So yeah, and you got another thing night. going on. So you can't do... All yeah. of them, right? Yeah, yeah. Tuesdays are tough for me, but Wednesdays and Thursdays I'm gonna try to hit as often as I mm. possibly can. Like tomorrow we're also doing an episode, so it's yeah. gonna be tough. As but. I was driving out here, going down this dark road where there was probably a serial killer somewhere, I was like, <laughs> if I lived out here, I would probably not do stand up. <laughs> <laughs> that is a drive. It is yeah. a little yeah. Because I, I walk uh, no. most of the time. Like Thursdays for sure, because whatever uh, Wednesdays I have to drive because it's across the bridge, but like my walking is like I could walk there and back before you'd get there. <laughs> oh yeah, one way. yeah for sure. Yeah, it's a, it's, oh, yeah. a <laughs> it's a little bit of a drive for me, but it's worth it. I mean, I get to see you guys, I get to perform, and it's yeah, it's nice that we actually started like socializing and hanging out afterwards. Yeah, because uh, like when I started and really even when like at the beginning of when we came back after the pandemic. We did stand up and it was like, all right, see you next week. Okay. Now we actually like hang out. Mm-hmm. We socialize and like we even hang out if there's not a show. Yeah. Right. Yeah. <clears throat> That's not something that we did before. We're like more, I don't even want to say friends. We're more of a family now. Yeah. 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 It is really close. It's really awesome just to be like, With, hey, what are you guys doing today? Like, do you guys want to go get breakfast? Like, right. Yeah. And, uh, I basically lived with Pete Hanegraaff for a week this yeah. month. <laughs> Don't remember that week, but that yeah, funny. no, it's uh, it's great because without that, like, I honestly, I don't have any other friends in Duluth, so it's nice that I actually have that now. Mm-hmm. So, and it's people that I get along with and we're like minded, and yeah, yeah. So that is a good thing that happened. Yeah, and if you're ever out in the middle of nowhere, you can always reach out to me because. <laughs> <laughs> But uh, um, yeah, otherwise, if you're ever in Cloquet or if you ever want to like play disc golf, I'm going to be playing a lot. Of I was, disc golf a- I was actually going to bring that up to you. It was we were talking about me coming on originally on yep. a podcast and we were going to do the podcast, do some drugs and then play disc golf. Yep. I was thinking on the way here, it was like not in the winter. <laughs> yeah, probably not going to do that today. Somebody in the summer when you bring them on, I'll just come and hang out while you guys do a podcast and then we can go get ripped and play disc golf dude i would love that that'd be so fun but yeah i just got into drugs they're fun (laughs) yeah it's (laughs) when i I say drugs i mean edibles so it's not really drugs yeah i don't don't consider marijuana weed whatever it is yeah drugs all right um so is stand-up comedy what you thought it would be 
anybody that says yes to this question is a goddamn liar. (laughs) It is absolutely not what you expect it to be. You don't know what it is until you do it. Yeah. Like, 100%. Because, like, everybody expects to, like, do a mic for the first time and just, like, within a month they're headlining. And Yeah. There's actually a guy, he he was doing stand-up for, like, maybe a month last year. Wasn't good. (laughs) It was really bad, uh, to be honest. I tried to give him advice because I could see that he wanted it. Mm -hmm. Obviously, I was wrong because he disappeared, but... He showed up on his first day, and we're like, oh, yeah, it's your first time? Okay, uh, we'll give you three minutes. We'll give you a light when you have one minute left. He's like, guess I'm only doing three minutes. And he was like, He was mad yep. about it? Interesting. <laughs> yeah. I think he was expecting to do like 10, 15. Oh. And like, I wanted to explain to him, like, we'll give you three, because if you suck, <laughs> yeah, we can't let you go any longer than that, because then people are going to want to leave yeah. if you're not good. Yeah. Like, if the comedy is not good, then why do people want to stay? Yeah. Right? And we can't trust somebody that's never done it before to do well, yeah. unless you're fucking Patrick DeGeest or some <laughs> shit. <laughs> yeah, he crushes all the time. Oh, yeah. I just feel like a lot of times I get on stage and it's like, this is a brand new experience. So it's like, I'm still, I mean, of course, I'm always going to be learning, but it's like, I'm still learning this shit. Like, yeah. Still finding out new stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So definitely anybody that says it is exactly or even a little bit yeah. like what they expected is not telling you the truth or like, they're lying to themselves. Yeah. Well, and it's crazy because like there's so <laughs> many people out there that you'll talk to at work or wherever you're at and they'll be like, oh, yeah, I could do stand up. Yep. And you're like, OK, well, just go to an open mic once. Just I want to see you try. Like, I would love like just come with me. Like I'm going this Wednesday. I'm going this Thursday. Whenever I'm going. Well, yeah. <laughs> no, I, I got guy i went to college with eventually came and tried out stand up and he was always just like he'd do all these little things that like made everybody just laugh he was just super funny naturally Mm -hmm. not the same Mm. he got on stage and absolutely ate shit Mm. then about a month later he came back he was eating shit again and uh then he like pulled out his phone to his notes he's like i'll try out this joke last time i was here it killed I was like, fuck off. Dude, there's nothing wrong with bombing. Don't yeah. try to act like you killed when you did not. Yeah. Well, and then especially like if you do the joke that killed last time and then it doesn't kill, it doesn't mm-hmm. bode well for you. Yeah, so, yeah. I've had bits that have murdered. Like it was like the best joke of the night. And then other nights, not yeah. a single laugh. Yep. You can't let it discourage you. Yeah. And some people do. Oh, yeah. But well, I, I did for eight months before I got back on the, the Duluth stage. Mm-hmm. so. But. There, there's some people that if there's not an audience, they won't even get on stage. Hmm. Um, I'm not, I won't call anyone out, but it's Pete Hanegraaff. Um, <laughs> <laughs> he's he's going to be on this podcast eventually, too. And, uh, Good. That he's going he's gonna to have a comeback for you, I bet. I th- I'm pretty sure he is interested. He'd love to be here. Oh, yeah. 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 Maybe he's the one that I'll bring down and we can go do drugs afterwards. Yeah, there we uh, go. There we go. I think he wants to be on sooner than that. Though. Yeah. Yeah, you're getting pretty close to getting all of us. Yeah, I'm. Tr- we're trying to get everybody. Like, There's so many more that we still need to get. And it's tough because we can only <clears throat> essentially do one guest per month. Right. Because we do another episode with just Vandy yeah, and I. Yeah, you just do like two a month, right? Yeah, like we do. Every yep. other month. Every other, yeah, every other Monday is when we release so right. yeah um yeah you're gonna have to come up with like a new structure and do part two with all of us oh for sure and we actually are talking about um vandy do you want to talk about it or no 
about I mentioned it in the video. You did. Okay. Um, I did too, actually. Um, we're talking about getting a Patreon together. Sweet. And so what we're thinking is when we do the Patreon, we're going to do one extra episode every month just for the Patreon. Mm-hmm. And Sweet. so then we would get everybody that's already been on on again. Right. And we can even do multiple people. So right. we could get like up to eight of us if we wanted to. We're That'd be pro- cool. Yeah. We're probably not going to do like that, like. That's yeah. That many, but there'll be some people that won't get a word in. Yeah, exactly. So we might do maybe like five or six. Sure. Um, but like we even talked on Danny's episode about maybe doing uh, a little show after the Dublin show, like right. with just the comedians. Right. Um, and if we have an audience, we have an audience. But it's <clears throat> tough because like when you take your headphones off, you can't really hear us. It's just you and I talking. Right. So it's not going to be as loud unless we get it. We're going to have to get more equipment. Yeah. Um, but if we did that, we could do a live show, which would be. Well, it's good to have plans, though. You know, yeah. you can't do it immediately, of course. But yeah, yeah, exactly. So, but yeah, that's the kind of stuff that we want to eventually get into. But uh, obviously, we're going to need to do some more research on getting the the equipment. So, and... would that be after everybody leaves, or would you do a live podcast? So, if eventually we're looking to do a live podcast where we have an audience, um, I think to start, if we were to do something like that. I would want to do it where it's just the comedians. Right, so it would, yeah. it would just be after the show. Once everybody left the room, we would close the doors and do it. Sure. Doing a live podcast with a mixture of uh, Chad Gallo's trivia show might be interesting. Yeah, we've actually, Chad and I have talked about that. Yeah. Because you can't really do it the same format as you do it here. Yeah. Yep. So, I just don't, th- I mean, I personally just don't think it would work that well. Yeah. But of course, you're more of an expert in podcasts than me. But we've we've talked about that, actually. And I think I'll have to talk to Vandy about it, but I think it'd be a really great idea to do for one of those sure. Patreon episodes. But yeah, we're we're talking yeah. about that. He actually just got the Patreon going, so now we just got to figure out all the details and stuff. And then eventually we want to get merch. Um, we're talking about doing yeah. a lot this year. So sure. yeah. now that we're two years in, tomorrow we're two years in. Yeah. And so we want to step yeah, up our game. Man, that's exciting. Things keep on moving. Yep. We want to vamp up our website. We got to do that coming up. We've been trying to do that. Oh, you have a website. I haven't been on it. Yeah. I'll have to check it out. Yep. It's www.thestupidestpodcast.com. <laughs> That's how we always end. Sure. But, uh, yeah. Fun. That's awesome, man. Good for you. Yeah. So we will definitely have you on again. Yeah. Yeah. And so <laughs> I'll let you know. Yeah. Yeah. We'll, we'll get you on and. We also, before we even started this episode, we talked to you a little bit about what we want yeah, potentially yeah. in the future. Probably keep that on wraps for now. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Sure thing, man. All right. That's what we in the business call a teaser. Yeah. <laughs> yes, sir. All right. Um, How long have you been writing? How do you write? For example, do you write on stage or off stage? And if off stage... What does your writing process look like? Do you have a notebook? Do you type it down? Do you put it in your phone? Yeah, so I have a small pocket notebook that I typically use. Uh, this kind of ended when the pandemic, the lockdown happened. But like Sundays, I would always go to the grocery store. On the way home, I'd stop at like Duluth Cider or uh, Bent Paddle just on my way home. And I would just have a drink and I would sit and just write anything. Uh, I might rewrite a bit that I already have and see if I could come up with a tag. So I have a bunch of notebooks there. Save them all, of course. Um, I'll sometimes, I just bought a tablet recently. 
with the keyboard specifically to write because I, I can just type faster. You didn't just take a picture of all your pages? <laughs> <laughs> That's what I got to do next to make sure I save all that. <laughs> no. Uh, yeah, so I've been starting to do that a little. Um, for like the shows I produce, I'll make uh, individual uh, Word doc on uh, Google for it. Where I'll like write down, these are the potential people I want. These are the people that I finished with booking. And then like like the roast battle. Yep. I put like all the people's names that were in it. And then just did bullet points under that of all the roast jokes that came up for them. And then I write down the structure of the show. And uh, I'll say like, this person's doing this much time. This person's doing that much time. So then I'm like, okay, this is how much time that is. And then, um, yeah, if I just have a thought, I'll just make sure I have that notebook near me at all times. Like where I have in my back pocket like always yeah <clears throat> um lately i'm i'm kind of starting to finally get some ideas flowing but there was like a a good like 3 to 6 months there that i was just not coming up with anything hmm. just the biggest plateau i've had in comedy other than the lockdown cuz i yeah. didn't try to write cuz there's no reason to um yeah, yeah. um so a mixture of notebook and uh, um, digitally typing them on a tablet, I guess. Yeah. And um, yeah, I, I I never try to like sit down and think of something. It's just always some, whatever comes up to me. Yeah. Then once I like, I was just rewriting this story about my grandma. And as I was writing it is when I came up with tags. Mm. Right. I never just like randomly come up with a tag to a story that already exists. It's always what I'm like physically writing. Interesting. Pen on paper. I I'm the opposite. I I can't if I'm writing it or typing it. I I can't usually come up with it. It'll be like down the road. So like if I'm all of a sudden like I'm in the shower or something, and I'll be like thinking of one thing, and then all of a sudden a, a random thought comes into me, and I'm just like boom. There's a tag for this joke, and I'm like, I gotta remember that. Like how am I supposed to remember that now? Like this topic always reminds me of Mitch. <laughs> Yep. <laughs> Whenever I think of something funny, my notebook's too far away. I have to convince myself it's not funny because <laughs> I really do that. Yeah. Oh, that, was, I... that was like a joke that is literally just a statement. <laughs> yeah. Yep. And I. That was, a... that was good Mitch cadence. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, I actually just recently started to kind of listen to your deep dive on Mitch. It was after like two yeah. minutes. So I was like, I just want to listen to Mitch Hedberg right now. Exactly. <laughs> so I switched over and started listening to his albums on Spotify. And God damn, imagine if he never died. Mm -hmm. Jesus Christ. He would have been Jesus Christ. I think he is Jesus Christ. I think so. He just hasn't come. He, yeah, he was the yeah, he was the second coming and we just didn't know it. God damn. Yeah, he was insane. Insanely good. Do you think that people... For a guy that didn't have that much out. It's crazy right. how big he is. Mm -hmm. Do you think people wouldn't like value as highly him as highly if he didn't die? Because I don't know. That's a good question. But I, I, I mean, the way he was rising, I, I think they would have. Um, maybe he wouldn't necessarily be as big of a name right now. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like he, like obviously, like as his career would have built, he would have maybe become bigger like and like better and everything like again that's almost like the chris farley thing too like he was on his way up also mm -hmm. like they would have i feel been amazing but we don't know what their true potential was 
but we can imagine what their true potential was because like they were already <clears throat> amazing and heading up. I feel like if Chris Farley didn't die, then Kevin James wouldn't have a career. <laughs> <laughs> Adam Sandler needed a white fat guy and Chris Farley was gone. So. Uh, that's funny. I uh, wanted to see Jim Pelushi or not Jim Pelushi. John Pelushi. Uh, John Pelushi. Yeah. That would have been, yeah. It's really crazy. I don't think we, I don't think we saw that guy's potential. No, no. Addiction. Chris Farley, I think we're getting close. He was about. He died. He was about to do uh, his first serious film as a a biopic called. uh, Well, I don't know what it was called, but it was about Fatty Arbuckle. And he was going to play a fatty Arbuckle, and he was gonna, it was going to be a serious movie, not a comedy. He proved to everybody that he's not just fat, he falls down. Yeah. And uh, they told him, you have to be sober for two years before we start this. Dang. And he said, all right, New Year's, after New Year's, no more. I'm sober. And two weeks, short. Wow. Yeah. That's, wow. Didn't realize he was on his way to be sober before that happened. He went through he went into rehab several times. Mm. He uh well, he, same same thing with Mitch. Mitch was on uh <clears throat> oh, what was it? That radio show, uh Howard Stern. Yeah. Yep. Like oh, just a few weeks before. 3 months later just Yeah. Yeah. Few months. Uh yeah. Chris was sober for like 3 years almost. Damn. Then uh one night he's like fuck it, I'm getting ripped tonight. Then yeah, it was binges and Rehab, binge, rehab, binge, rehab, and damn, like three, four days of being awake, doing drugs, drinking. I saw, uh, that was I it. saw the police photos of Chris Farley. Yeah, they're pretty hard to look at. I Oof, have not they seen were those. Do you have a yeah, weak you don't stomach? Want to. I, I, no, I maybe afterwards you can show me. Um, so they find he's kind of in a weird position, laying down. His arms are like spread out. Um, it's called purging. It, lo- it looks like his tongue's white and sticking out. Okay. But it's actually called purging. It's something like comes out of your stomach when you have an overdose. Okay. And like he's massive too. He was yep. really overweight when he died. And like all of his sides are just purple. Mm-hmm. Like he looks yeah. awful. It's, it's not dude. pretty. Dang. Um, yeah. No, it was no good. Damn. That's nuts. I actually went and visited him in Madison last year. Okay. Specifically to go visit him. Yeah. He's my real dad. Nice. I yeah. I love your your Farley shirt that you wear yeah, on stage. Yeah. That's oh, I love that shirt. Yeah, he, he's he, I love him. He's my favorite. Nah, God. It was the first time I was ever sad about death. Is when I found out that he died. Mm. My mom showed me a picture of a magazine with him on it. I actually have that picture as like a one of those five piece canvases. Oh yeah, on my yeah. Uh, living room wall. Dang. And I was like, you mean if I go put in Tommy Boy, he's not going to be on it. <laughs> And uh, at this point, like, I had an aunt that died. My grandpa died. This is the first time I was sad. Dang. Yeah. Chris Farley. That's saying something. Oh, yeah. He's uh my patron saint of comedy. Yeah. For sure. Damn. Oh. And now we just have Tom Segura. That's <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> He doesn't do that many drugs. So yeah. He almost died once. So oh, really? When he was like uh, yeah. 18, 19. Okay. Yeah. He, Damn. he was in the hospital and shit. Mm-hmm. He took... Uh, Back in college. What was that drug that he took? What's that? What was that drug that he took? It was like a liquid? Um, oh. Not, o- not OCD. <laughs> not LSD. GH. GHP. GHP. Okay. So normally... You're... you're- 
you're only supposed to like take like a water bottle cap like, like this okay a cap yeah. yeah that's all and like he he this dude gave him like a gallon jug and he was just like <laughs> oh yeah he took a swig go, go, and go, he, go, go, go. <laughs> his explanation oh. was like I, I didn't want to be rude yeah. <laughs> like so die like yeah wow yeah, yeah no, then thanks. uh he doesn't remember the rest of the night and he woke up like in the ICU with the ventilator, everything. His dad looks over him. They give him a piece of paper. He's like, Are you mad? <laughs> and then he's like, Buddy, his, just his disappointed. Sister, his sister yeah. saved his life. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, yep. His friends were, because, you know, you're at a party and you pass out on drugs. They're just going to let you sleep it off. Yeah, yeah, they don't think that you're. But his sister was like, No, there's something definitely wrong with him and brought him to the hospital. Um, if, you, if you look up Tom Segura on this, this isn't happening, I think it's called. He tells that story. Okay. Or if you just search Tom, he's, he's John, told yeah. a lot. GHC, Tom's a girl, whatever, okay. whatever. On I might, YouTube. I might have to do that. Yeah. Damn. Yeah. <laughs> Drugs are fun. Yeah, I guess. But <laughs> um, the, this, so, this next question uh, has nothing to do with it. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, I don't want to talk about his, drugs. Uh, <laughs> his, his, other, his other good story is when he went to the doctor, he has, he has like an abnormal heart. So his heart rate's really, really low. And they're like, and this is back when he was like overweight. They're like, yeah, either you're a really good athlete or you're on drugs or something. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. And he's like, are you an athlete? He's like, yeah, yeah. Practically professional. <laughs> uh, and, and then the, the, the doctor comes in and like, holy shit, does he run marathons? And the nurse is like, look at him. <laughs> are, are you going to go see another doctor? No, I have Don Rickles. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. God, he doesn't have that doctor anymore, so we're not going to hear about it. No. Why doesn't he have the doctor? Because he moved to Austin. Oh, that makes sense. It'd be weird if he went back to L.A. just to go to the doctor. I mean, he, but he that is a cool know. doctor. Yeah. He, yeah. he like pays for the doctor to go to Austin. Right. <laughs> You want to move? Yeah. <laughs> I got an extra room. Yeah. He, I can't believe you never got him on the podcast. I think the doctor refused. Oh, really? Yeah. Damn. But he gave him like a DVD where he talked about him. Oh, interesting. And I guess I forget exactly, but the doctor's like, that was funny, but like, I didn't, I didn't say it like that. No. <laughs> it's like, he's a comic. Yeah. He's got to embellish a actually, little. Actually, what the, doc, the doctor's like, I actually said this and he said something that was actually meaner. Oh, no. <laughs> Oh man, I got a. It was on one of the podcast episodes. Yeah. It was so long ago, I wouldn't even be able to find it probably. But yeah, damn, that's funny. I though. would, I would go to the doctor all the time if I had that doctor. Yeah, that'd be the best. That's crazy that he had to dial it back. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, I've heard him tell some stories from his stand-up on the podcast, and it's a completely different story. It's like more hmm. real. And he also had his book come out last year. Yeah. Um, he told some stories that I've heard him tell before. Yeah, completely different. Hmm. He punches them up in the stand-up, of course. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, big and time. Tells them a little more realistically in in person and in the book. Hmm. Damn. Yeah. Unlike Bert, Bert punches them up all the time. <laughs> <laughs> Have you ever heard him talk about his wife telling a story versus him? Yeah. His wife Leanne. Yeah. She'll tell a story, and then Bert's like, "All right, I'll tell it now. I'll make it good." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Jeez. And she's and, and she's like that's that didn't really no no it makes it better yeah, yeah. I mean like really if you and any the best story in the world if you tell it exactly how it happened it's not going to be as good yeah for sure you have to punch it oh, up yeah. mm-hmm. I mean there's like a limit to how much you should punch it up but yeah, yeah. 
Well, I mean, you, what you should, but then also if you want to be a really great comedian. Well, I'm, I'm just saying just telling a story, not, yeah. not yeah. like oh, a yeah. stand-up bit. A stand-up bit, yeah, go go crazy. Nothing yeah. has to be true. Yeah. Um, when, when, you, when people talk about Bert telling a story, they're like, 10% of it's true. Yeah. <laughs> 90% of it is embellished. <laughs> oh, I love it, though. Just the way that Bert tells a story. It's like you're just so captivated. Yeah. I love when he's oh. like, oh, my wife, she's such a cunt. <laughs> <laughs> she's like the nicest lady in the whole world. Uh, on an episode of Two Bears, One Cave, uh, it was Tom and Leanne, and Tom showed clips from the show of Bert being like, God, Leanne's such a fucking cunt. And she just busts out laughing. She does not care because she knows that he's kidding. He's I, not love, like, I, love, yeah. I love when they start going, tell me about that second wife. Well, what's <laughs> yeah. the second wife? He's like, the Dalmatian. Oh, let's get yeah. into that yeah. <laughs> like when he talks about uh tom's dad who passed away last year but uh he's like mom or dad what are you gonna do when mom dies he's like i like blondes and big tits buddy <laughs> it's like oh you thought about this huh yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, so uh, god um, i love i love when they i love when they come up with theories and like well leanne's dead and yeah, yeah. <laughs> she got hit by a train <laughs> Yeah, they never die in like a peaceful way. Yeah. And, and the other, my other favorite part is like, well, I'm definitely not living you. <laughs> for talking to Duff. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, it really makes me scared. Like, Bert's probably just going to die out of nowhere. Yeah. He does not treat himself well. I mean, like, he'll like run five miles a day, but like, other than that, he does not treat himself well. Yeah. Drinks a lot. He doesn't brush his teeth. He bathes in the goddamn pool. <laughs> That's so vile. He doesn't shower. Oh, it's so gross. Uh, I I have to shower. Yeah. I'm the opposite of Bert. If I skip a day, if I'm like, <laughs> sick or whatever, I, I, I smell myself. Yeah. Yeah. It's hard to smell yourself, but yeah. I, I smell myself. I'm yeah. like, ugh. Let me he, smell he that again. Yeah. He clips <laughs> his nails and put it, puts it on a piece of tape and then puts it under the table. Yeah, that's so weird. What? I did not yeah. hear that. That's yeah. Oh, I, I tune not. out a lot of what I hear about him. Not that he's he's probably one of the grossest human beings around. Really? Yeah. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> oh god! And he's just like takes off his shirt and he's just sweating like yeah. crazy. And then afterwards, people will go up, take off their shirt, and push their bellies against <sighs> him. Like that's brave. <laughs> you must have a really just... trustworthy uh, immune system. I don't think I'm gonna make it as a comic because I can't do any of that stuff. <laughs> It blows my mind, though, because he's still really athletic. He is. He's like a natural athlete, really. The freak, to be honest. I mean, if the dude was actually in shape, he'd probably be a professional athlete in some sport. Sure, yeah. I really want to play disc golf with him because I know he plays. Oh, I bet he he's, would have a fucking blast. Yeah, he's him. he's sponsored with by Innova. I mean, I, I throw another company, but like I, I feel like I'd, I think I could uh, I could take him. That is actually something. I don't know. He's been, he's been playing disc golf since the 70s, man. Oh, mm. yeah. Well, yeah. And but... he's just naturally good at shit. Like, did you see the ten- the tennis tournament he did with uh, no, Dom? No. He has, like, a varsity level overhand serve. Dang. Yeah. It's like, it's like, how in the fuck are you that good at tennis? Yeah. <laughs> of all things. Damn. One that's, like, very cardio driven. <laughs> yeah. I can see him yeah. being strong, but, like, it's not even just, like, how hard he can hit it. It's the aim. Yeah. The actually, yeah. whatever you want to call it. Um, Tom's Tom's coach played. Tom's took, like, uh, lessons. Yeah. And his, his teacher was like, he has a legitimate D1. Yeah. Serve. Damn. 
Yeah, when I said varsity, like, I meant D1. Yeah, yeah. Varsity's yeah. pussy Var- shit. <laughs> varsity he goes, one. Varsity he, he goes, dude, he was humming like 100 mile, 102 mile an hour serves. Yeah. Damn. He absolutely fucked Tom up. Really? Like, yeah. Tom was talking so much shit about how he's going to just, like, there's not a chance I'll lose. Yeah. Bert yeah. fucked him up. Wow. <laughs> but uh, Tom was talking about it, and he, he goes, my coach goes, you should take him. Like, there should be no weight reason. Like, there's no way you're going to lose to Bert. Unless he has, like, an, an insane server. But, like, what what are the odds <laughs> of that happening? Yeah. <laughs> then picking, he gets there, and he can't return any of the serves. <laughs> Damn. Yeah, he aced him a shit ton of times. But, uh. Yeah, one thing I'd really love to do with Bert, a weekend. I'm not saying that I could keep up with him at all, but I would want to spend an entire weekend with him. As soon as I get with him, I match every single drink that he has for the whole weekend just to see where I match up. Yeah. And then I never drink again after that. <laughs> yeah. Because I'm probably dead. Yeah, you're probably <laughs> gone. You're gone, Ski. Because, yeah, like yeah, he'll, he'll wake up, sun's coming up. He's like, oh, I need a drink for this. <laughs> Damn. Box of wine yeah. in one sitting. And, yep. I could probably do a box of wine. I don't drink anymore, but I won't feel good. I couldn't do a box of wine. I bet That's, I could, no. but I, I don't. I, I don't want to because a wine hangover yeah. is a brutal one. Oh, the yeah. other thing is he doesn't get hangovers. That's insane. I, I don't know if I believe him on that one. How but, do you not? How do you not? Yeah. I mean, that wouldn't make sense how he can drink so much. Yeah, but. Well, that being said, like the reason I think he doesn't get hangovers is because he doesn't quit. Yeah, yeah, that could be it. Hair of the dog. You know, you know when you when you get up at five a.m. you slam another shot or something like that. Yeah, just never. And then you get start drinking again sober. at noon. <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, I mean, Nick Swartzen after his show at the at the Bear, he went into the Cobalt and he he drank. Did he? Yep. Cause uh, heard oh, him so a, he's off the he's back on the wagon. Yeah, I heard him on a podcast a couple of years ago where he said he almost died once, mm-hmm. so he quit drinking. So now yeah. he's yeah, he quit again. drinking for like two years. He was oh, he's ho- he's back to drinking. Apparently, he he was talking about drinking on stage, but that doesn't mean that you drink. Yeah. Hmm. But yeah, no, Man, he, fuck. If I knew he was gonna hang around and party, yeah, fuck the gopher hole show. <laughs> <laughs> well, he ended up like just hanging out in the cobalt, and he like he wasn't like. Like <clears throat> gone, gone, but he he had some. You could definitely tell. Yeah, he definitely has a tolerance from yeah. over the years. Yeah, but then, uh, yeah, it was funny because then like the next day he was still at Black Bear, and that's when I gave gave him a fist bump. And and you didn't get that goddamn jersey signed. What's up? I, well, I I brought the jersey home. <laughs> I thought he was gone. I'm just kidding. I I, w- know. I wouldn't have even asked him at that yeah, point. Yeah, for sure. It was really nice of him to like give you the fist bump and stuff. Yeah. But... No, I and I was walking the other way. I had to get ready for the, right, the next yeah. thing I was doing, but. Man, I get wonder, him on the podcast next time, man. I wonder how like taxing it is to like meet so many people when you're famous. Yeah, because like uh, this last December I saw Josh Blue. Yep, yep. And uh, at the uh, Northern Lights Casino in Walker, and it was he was doing a meet and greet afterwards. I just went up. I was like, "Hey, man, that was really funny. Thank you so much." He was just like, "Yeah, <laughs> no smile, nothing. Yeah. Just yeah." It's like this is when you're. Sp- supposed to be friendly yeah yeah <laughs> i mean he he, he, but he was nice but he does this shit so much you were probably the, so many people yeah you were probably like the thousandth person to say that to him mm-hmm. yeah people were like coming up to him in the lobby i saw him i was like not a chance i'm going up to him <laughs> <laughs> i uh i went out with a girl that goes you he's not <laughs> right? I know, trying to brag here a little bit all right let me take this in a little bit no i, I went out with this girl though and she uh she had no, she knew nothing about comedy or anything like that. 
And she goes, and I was telling her how we're doing the podcast and all that. And she goes, oh, do you know Josh Blue? And I go, I've heard of him. I don't know him. But yeah, she goes, oh, you're not in the same clique as him? <laughs> and I'm like, no, no, I'm not. <laughs> she goes, yeah, he used to be my neighbor. Oh. Oh, yeah, he's from Minnesota. That's cool. That's cool. Man. And I'm like, oh, what? She's like, yeah. Yeah, we used to be pretty good friends. I'm like, can you hook me up? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you need to talk to her. You're talking about right. me getting people on the podcast. <laughs> you got a connection. I don't know if I've ever seen him on right. a podcast before. I've never seen him on right. a podcast either. Mm. He was just on America's Got Talent again this last month. Okay. He didn't make it as far this time, though. Mm. It's just a stacked list of people. Yeah. This is one of those like shorter seasons where they bring back. Oh, ones that I was going to say, how do, how do you get back on there? Like, they, after well, yeah, they, they do the summer one, yeah. which is the longer one. Then uh, they'll sometimes do some sort of themed in one in between. And this okay. year was called All Stars, where they just took back people that won, people that were finalists, you know, just the yeah. bigger names. They brought them back to do a mini version of the thing. And uh, yeah, he got, <laughs> he finished last year second runner up and of the the round that he was in this year second runner up dang yeah. he really no no comedians won before okay so yeah he really I've wanted heard that yeah. yeah i think if i ever get like terminal cancer i'm gonna go on the show because yeah. like that's that's what people want to vote for is like yeah. you have to not only have a talent you need to also have a story <laughs> yeah yep because like i don't think no that's not true most of the time whoever wins is like a child with like a golden talent or it's like somebody who sick, somebody who like came over some sort of illness, something or a dog. Yeah. yeah. They're, 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 animal talents have one. Yeah. Or, or you're a puppet. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. The ventriloquists. Yeah. Um, the, I think this, the second place this year was a ventriloquist. Okay. Like a 14 year old girl. Mm. Really fucking good. Yeah. She's, yeah, like, she's got a, She's got a show in Vegas now. I'm not. I'm not talking about Darcy. There's a. There's a different girl actually. Right. Darcy. Dar- Darcy. Darcy Lynn. Lynn. She's so good too. But... She's been at Black Bear. Oh really? Mm-hmm. That's weird. Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> uh, I think it's really weird to go see a teenager. Yeah. <laughs> perform. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, she's she's getting closer to 18, but that still doesn't necessarily make it. Yeah. No, I know what you're saying. But this, yeah, this new girl this year, uh, she. I think she won France's Got Talent. Okay, interesting. And then she brought her over. She's from somewhere over there. Hmm. But yeah, she was super talented too. It's crazy how you can sing without opening your mouth. Yeah. <laughs> I can't talk without opening my you mouth. You ever just practice for ventriloquism? Just to- it's I really have. Crazy yeah. when, it's so when, hard. When you can do like impersonations and not open your mouth. Yeah. No, I've I've tried it, but then it's, it, it's then tough getting the, the thing out of your... Going back and forth between talking and then... Mimic talking, yeah. No, I I can't do ventriloquist. I've tried it, and, and I've all, I actually like because like sometimes my mustache hair gets longer than my lips, and I'm yep. like, this is perfect for yep. ventriloquism. Yep. <laughs> Still doesn't work. Yep. <laughs> God damn. And those those kids just have the talent. Yeah, they don't like learn it; they just have it. Mm-hmm. Since yeah. Some people are lucky. Yeah. <laughs> I try as hard as I can to be good at stuff, and I suck yeah. at everything. <laughs> Dude, I feel ya. God damn. That's why I like I, I really in my head, I really think that I'm a better disc golfer than than uh Bert. 
mm-hmm. because he can't be better than me at comedy and disc golf. <laughs> Those are my two things, and he's already got me in comedy by a long shot. He made he like what did he become a? I want to play him in golf. Yeah. Oh, that'd be fun too. Yeah. Just to have like some cigars and some drinks and just play mm-hmm. golf all day with him would be the best day. Mm-hmm. Nah, I forgot what I was gonna say, but that'd I, be fun. I forget what you were gonna say too. Yeah, it's all good. We were talking about disc golf, and I don't know. It doesn't matter. Nah, <laughs> nothing. Nothing we're saying now matters. We're just filling time. <laughs> yeah. Um. Actually, we should probably get. I've been. We've been on one question for a while. That's fine. Uh, I'm gonna go to the next question. So, do you ever practice your jokes alone or with friends and family? Um, I absolutely do not practice with friends and family. Um, I do like I stand up and I'll practice in front of Jabba. Yep my my dog Jabba the pup. Just in case anybody doesn't know. <laughs> um, <laughs> I love that name. It's yeah. it's perfect for for Jabba. Oh God! Too. You should have seen me the night that I thought of it. Um, so I I got him as a puppy, you know, and um. I went and visited him. He fit in my palm. He was so small. He was only a few weeks old when I first wow. met him. And uh, kind of dog is he? He's a pug. So he's a fawn. He looks, I mean, not just like, but he kind of like is the same color and look as a Jabba the Hut. So I named him Jabba the Pup. And that <laughs> that statement tells you why I don't have sex very often. <laughs> That's a joke I do on stage. <clears throat> but uh, yeah, I was like laying in bed just trying to think of a name. I was way bigger fan of Star Wars at the time. I was just like scrolling through my phone, looking at different characters, and I came up to Jabba the Hutt, and I was like, <gasps> just started freaking <laughs> out. Like I was, I was almost falling asleep, and I was like awake for another two hours because I was so excited. Yeah, and that was Jabba. That's awesome. Yeah. It was hat. You know, I know the logo I made. Um, yeah, he's gonna be seven this year. And that's they live up to fifteen. Okay, so he's like middle aged already. It, okay, it fucking dude. <laughs> It's, I can't ever have kids because this is so freaky already. Yeah, you're already starting to think of what could. Yeah, and he yeah. almost died a couple of years ago. Oh, dang. Yeah, and that was, I can't even tell you. I was constantly crying all the time. Mm. He just got this random uh, disc disease in his back. And uh, the, they told me when I brought him in, it could be cancer, could be this disc disease, or we're going to have to do euthanasia. Oh. Yeah, right. Like. They they had to do x-rays to find out. They said, no cancer. I was like, oh, that's good. Then a, the disc disease. And they said, you have to keep him in his kennel at all times for the next eight weeks for him to heal. And I was at the vet like 10 times in a month. Brought him in for like laser therapies. He could barely use his back legs. It was so difficult to watch. I still, I just watched a video of it the other day and it was like, it still just brought me back to yeah. it. Mm. But, uh. He also, during this time, he also got like a couple of ear infections and, um, so just nonstop. Right. And then he, uh, he got a tumor that showed up on his skin, on his belly. I called him. I was like, what is this? Yeah. <laughs> and they had me send him a picture and there. They said, we think it's probably a benign tumor. And I just heard tumor. And I just went blank. Yeah. And I was like, wait, benign. Okay. I know what that means. I think, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, they just like. Had me put a cream on it and went away, so that was good. But yeah, nice. after about six weeks, I got a checkup. He's walking normal again, and they said I didn't have to kennel him anymore, and he should live a full life. But it's a degenerative disease, so it's gonna come back. Okay, so you just don't. Just... It came like that. Wow, out of nowhere. So it, oh, shitty. So. 
But yeah, if, if he weren't to have properly recovered, it would have been a really, really expensive surgery. And I decided I would have elected to just put him down. Yeah. Because he wouldn't have lived a normal life. And it, went, it would have been like a year of like recovery, everything. Mm. That's not just a year out of his life. It's a year out of my life. You know? Yeah. So, and he would never be the same. So it just wasn't worth it. Yeah. But yeah, that was that's a That's a tough, tough decision to think of. <clears throat> Especially like, yeah, like you're saying, like after you've like had him for seven years, like mm-hmm. that's a... That's a connection. At the time, I was five, but yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, he, he got me out of a lot of really bad times. Before I got him, I was having a mental breakdown once a, month, once a week. Mm. Never had one since I got him. Damn. Yep. That's really Therapy cool. dogs are a real thing. I mean, yeah. he's not technically a therapy dog, but, but it's... dogs are like legit yeah. good for you. <laughs> it's really confusing me that Chad Gallo doesn't like dogs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, you, ever, you ever see him around a dog? Yeah, yeah. He like really freaks out. Yeah. Well, I mean, like he, we've talked actually about that on the podcast, and it's, yeah, it's a thing. Like I, I, I obviously I, we have two dogs here, right? But um, I'm really glad that we ended up doing that episode at his house, right? Because like, I don't think he would have made it here. He would have probably just left. You would have had to right. keep him locked up in a room. Yeah. Well, I mean, we would have been in here, right? Yeah, yeah. but well, the, I'm saying uh, keep yeah. him locked up yes. in a room and then have him just come straight into here. Yeah, for sure. But uh. Yeah, I was going to bring him down to do some mics in the cities once, and we we're going to stay at Brad LaRoche's house. Brad has a dog, just a little guy. Yeah. And I think that that's why Chad was like, no, I can't go. <laughs> Damn. That's that. That's yeah. that. No, it's all good. I mean, like. But I mean, like, it, if I had something like that, I would I would definitely want to make sure, like, wherever I'm going. Yeah. Yeah. You know, no, of course. Everybody has their thing, and it's not his fault. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just. Nah. And some dogs aren't good. No. You, know? you never know. Mm-hmm. And that one dog, you little floofy yeah. thing up there, he's barking. Oh! Yeah, <laughs> yeah. He went to that would have really put him over the edge. I think. Yeah, for sure. Well, and yeah, because you know, you like they could be the best dog, but you never know. Like mm-hmm. as the person, like yep. that doesn't know the dog. They sometimes change out of nowhere. Yeah, too. exactly. Yeah. Vandy, you look like you were going to say something. I just took a drink. Oh. <laughs> all right um do you um do you record your sets if so does it help with future performances oh yeah <clears throat> i am a big advocate of recording your sets and um especially if you bomb you gotta listen to it no, no matter how hard it is you gotta listen to it see why you bomb see if you did anything wrong see if there's anything you can improve if i have a set that i do really well I'll go home and listen to it on repeat for like 10 hours. <laughs> Just touching myself like, oh, yeah, I'm so funny. I'm so funny. <laughs> uh, at my last showcase here, there was a guy there that was going to record it for us, video record it. So I just didn't bother recording it myself. It's been like two, three weeks. I still don't have the video. Mm. It was like the longest that I ever did. I think I probably did close to a half hour. Yeah, you I did. really want to listen to it. Yeah, you did good too. Yeah. Like, I, I think wanna, everyone did good, but yeah, yeah. I want to listen to that whole set, like that yeah. whole show. I'll post it on our uh, private page once I get it. But, okay. you know, I'll have to hit up, uh, is Pete Hanegraaff's friend, so I'll have yeah. to hit him up to see if he's heard anything yet. Yeah. But yeah, I'm, I'm excited to see it. I'm just so stoked how well the show went. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it was yeah. a ton of fun. And then we got to sing karaoke afterwards. That was fun. <laughs> yeah, and we just, got, we just had a blast. Yeah. yeah, I think we went to, we go to Pete's after too, right? After Probably, that one. Yeah. yeah. I'm pretty sure we did on yeah. that one too. 
Yeah, that was a great night, man. They've done four shows now. I've produced four shows, and they've all done so well. Yeah. Well, you're good at like doing the promotions, and your mm-hmm. graphics are amazing. Thank like you, you are appreciate so that. good at that. Yeah, thank you. Appreciate that. I really like the poster for the reef show that's coming up. It's like better than the ones I've already Ooh, made. Yeah, I, I want to see that one. Yeah, I can show you a photo when okay. we're done here. I'm Sweet. just missing one photo. Okay. And then, um, yeah, and we start promoting it. Yeah, you're gonna want to give that to Vandy because he can put that on the on our stuff too. Sure, absolutely. Vandy, you listening? Yep. <clears throat> okay. What are you doing over there? You keep looking down. I'm just. I'm getting blown up on my phone because it's gonna snow tonight. Oh, I got gotcha. you. Oh, I'm, I'm sorry. To... <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. But uh, yeah, no, that's something we'll we'll post on our stuff too. That's awesome. Thank you. Appreciate yeah. that. Um, yeah, because obviously we're gonna we're gonna talk about that at the end of the episode. We want to make yeah, sure no. that we plug anything. I'll but... talk more about that later. I think. Okay. Absolutely. Anything you want to share, send it to me because I'll be the one that'll. Yeah, I'll, right. I'll I'll try to post it, but then I then you won't. I won't. <laughs> I'm I'm so bad at that stuff. I want to be better. I want to be better. I yeah, at least acknowledge it. Yeah, yeah. He, he says he'll he will, and then it doesn't happen. Hey, I did the month that we had. <laughs> he's, to, get, he's get he's he's getting a lot better. Yeah, the month that I had to, the month I had to post sixteen posts. I got my sixteen posts in. I don't think I went even one above that, but I got my sixteen <laughs> posts in. I don't even think I would do that. I hate posting on social media. Hate yeah. social media. I can't wait for Facebook to die. <laughs> just have Reddit. That's it. I love Reddit. I don't have any friends on Reddit. I just look at my own shit. We actually, we I started a a, a Reddit for us. Oh yeah. Yeah. I I haven't posted anything. <laughs> I, yeah, I was just gonna say, how much have you posted? <laughs> I've posted one thing, but I want it for other people. So like, if people are interested in the podcast, yeah, I want can, them like, to post. build a community. Exactly. So uh, if you guys want to add that, you guys can definitely do that. It's just at the stupidest podcast. <laughs> do you know what your numbers are? Um, we do know our numbers. Um, are you like looking for anything in like just, specifically? Just curious how many people listen. We have about uh, 5,000 um, roughly every month, um, but that's like spread across all sure, platforms. Sure. So. Oh, that's pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. We have quite a few people Decent that listen. That, yeah. And that that's why we're trying to like expand we're trying to make yeah. make it a little bit bigger we're trying to get the merch we're trying to get yeah, the absolutely. Um, yeah so if, even uh, even if a per- percentage of people end up getting the um yeah. what, what's it called i can't even think of it right now patreon that's right. sure yeah. <laughs> and like a lot of places will like make merchandise on demand yeah that's what we're looking you won't have to have an inventory yeah that's what we're looking into so um and you're not wasting money on shit that people aren't gonna buy yeah so if if you have any recommendations let me know after the the episode because i i looked into it a little bit today and uh yeah that that's exactly what we want because we don't have the time or energy really to to do it Um, ourselves Right. I was going to start doing shirts myself, but it's just, it's too much with everything else I got going on. Yeah. Where I got this hat done does the print on, or not print, obviously, but yeah. print on demand. And uh, I think you can just set up a store. Set up a store. Throw your them. logo on it. And there's different types of hats that you can do. Like you can do yeah. one like yours, you can do this one like mine. I think uh, we're going to be talking about it after, if not after this, we'll we'll talk about it eventually. Yeah, whenever you're ready for it, I can send you. I'll have to look up where. Perfect. Yeah. Where Roddy's in charge of this. Yeah, I'm. <laughs> I'm looking at stuff, and then there's a couple of websites that I saw that I'm. I'm potentially interested in, but I want to find a good nice. one that we can set up and then connect it to our website. 
Yeah, I was just going to ask, can you, do you have like a Shopify or something? You can make a shop on your page? We, yeah, we can make a shop on the page. Um, I don't know if we want it to be on our website directly. Like, um, even if it's not on our site directly, at least we want to have it linked to get to their website. Um, so that way, because I want them to do the shipping and the all the, the stuff. Right. Sure. So. Yeah. But I mean, I want to set up the shop so they yep. like we get to pick what what mm-hmm. they can buy. Yep. But nah. And then I also want you guys to let us know what you want to buy. <laughs> yeah. Right. So now starting with shirts would probably be like your best bet. Yeah, shirts, hats. We already have wristbands. Yep. Um, we have stickers. I want, a I want a hoodie for sure. Um, I want a disc golf disc. That'd be so sick. Of course you do. But yeah, that would be cool. Nah. I don't think that's going to be a... You talk about it enough. I know. I, Those I don't... aren't cheap, I'm guessing. No. Well, I mean, they're not like super expensive, but and I can always get one customized for me if yeah, I want to. Sure. I think that's probably the way I would have to do it. The I... one and only. <laughs> yeah, because I don't, I don't think there's going to be a, a lot of websites that specialize in that, you know? Right. Yep. So, but... Well, sweet. I think that's the first half of our questions. Okay. Yeah. So, um, do you have any questions for us, whether it be um, any either of us in in individually, uh, together about the podcast, anything? This this is your time to ask us questions. I got I I. <laughs> so I was telling Roddy beforehand that uh, I knew that I had to ask questions, and I wrote I was stayed up till five a.m. writing ten questions for the show. <laughs> And then the next oh, day geez. he sends me a text and says, yeah, I have like two questions ready. I was like, you <laughs> motherfucker, I lost sleep on this. So, yeah. So we're definitely going to have to have you back on. Yeah, like and, at least four more times. Yeah. Well, I one one idea that I also want to do, um, I know Vandy and I have talked about this before, is we want to do an episode where other people come up with the questions. Yeah. So essentially, like, we are the guests. Sure. You know sure. what I'm saying? Yep. So, like you would be the host for the mm-hmm. that yep. episode and we would just yeah that works right along I, I i cut out down to four so you can just cut me off when okay I, when we've gone too far sweet this is like each of you can just answer this one individually okay <clears throat> of all the local comedians that you personally know who are your three least favorite our three least favorite yeah oh dude that's rough Oof, duh. I don't know if I want to answer this one. Uh, Anyone want to volunteer to go first? Um, well, it's it's so tough because two of them are sitting right by me. Um, yeah, I'm not answering this. And, and, and then the, the third one is me. So um, you'd be a fucking psychopath if you answered this. Question. I know. I I don't think I could ever answer that. Like I don't even have a least favorite. Like nah, I don't really either. I mean, I do. Like uh, uh, Pete Hanegraaff can eat my asshole. Yeah, he's an asshole. I well, I mean, him. he can do that just for funs, <laughs> funsies. Uh, Chad Gallo can eat a bag of dicks. <laughs> Uh, Joe Mosier, like, I can't walk. Just shut the fuck up, you crippled bastard. Oh <laughs> and there's a uh, Sam Bondis, like, what? What did you say? What? Dude, like, dude, pay attention. <laughs> oh my god, I love that you just came with all these roasts. That is awesome. I'm just kidding. Of course, I love all those guys. I know that that was good though. Oh man. <laughs> okay, next question. If you were to host SNL, 
what do you think people would watch instead? These are just roast questions. I don't think he has any questions for us. I think he's got roasts for us. Man, I wanted. I, you might have to do all ten of these if they're, they're all roasts. Um, man, that was good. Um, I, what are they going to watch? They're going to watch. What do you think? I think they're going to watch Grey's Anatomy. Right. That's Ooh. what they're going to watch. I think they'd watch Fox News. <laughs> <laughs> My boy Tucker Carlson's on. <laughs> we got to watch. We got to watch this, this episode. <laughs> we can't be watching this SNL. <laughs> Who is this guy? Yeah. <laughs> Were they going to make fun of my boy Trump? <laughs> am I the music? Omega 2024. Am I the musical guest or am I the... <laughs> oh, God. I, I wish they would just cut out the musical guest, honestly. Yeah. Whenever I... I mean, I don't watch it too often, but like... You don't when, watch When I part. do watch it, I, I just play it with my phone. Yeah. And it's a lot of times that like I don't listen to current music. Yeah. When yeah, because it's somebody that it's you It's always somebody don't I have know. no fucking idea so, who Some of them I don't mind. Like, Timberlake's pretty funny sometimes. Well, he was a host, though, not a musical guest. Well, I mean, he probably was a musical guest, but... Did did you see the episode with uh, Elon Musk? No, I didn't. I watched that. I'm not saying it's because of Elon Musk. I think he's an absolute tool, yeah. but it was the worst episode of all time. Really? It was the cringiest sketches ever. Was it, it, oh, he played uh, Wario in yes, one of them. Yes, and it was bad. Yep. It was really bad. And he, uh, in his monologue, he announced that he has Asperger's. I was mm. like, everything makes so much sense. Yeah, now. interesting. I mean, I can't be as mean to him now, but like, yeah, it makes so much sense why you're such a fucking weirdo. <laughs> Still banging hot chicks. Yeah. <laughs> well, if you're the richest man in the world, you can look weird like him. And... Yeah. <laughs> I mean, if I was the richest man in the world, I think I would actually be able to get some. <laughs> Just buy it. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> oh God, do you did you ever see like anything of his on Twitter? I, I I don't really do Twitter, but like I've seen stuff on Reddit about yeah. him on Twitter, but not really. So, somebody will like argue against something he says, and like a well thought out argument. It's not even being mean. Yeah, and he's like, "You have a doo doo head." It's like, dude, you're the <laughs> richest man in the world. Why are you so childish? Yeah, yeah. He, like he num- never comes back with anything helpful or yeah. anything funny. Now he just started sharing memes. It's like, well, now it's actually funny. Because it's somebody else's joke. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah. Damn. Anyways, this is a really important question. Okay. In 2006, NASA made a huge mistake by establishing the planet of Pluto as not a planet, but as a dwarf planet. If you were elected as president, what would be your first steps in fixing this incredibly stupid error? The first step would be to have a public announcement. And we were gonna, we would actually invite Pluto to Earth. Like we're gonna bring Pluto here, and we're gonna make sure that Pluto feels accepted, and make sure that Pluto is now understanding that they it is a planet. And we're then we're gonna move it back to where it was and put it on its trajectory around the sun. And it doesn't sound like it'd be very hard to do. Oh, really? No. But this is the thing. You're kind of in line with my feelings on it. Let's say you go on stage and you tell jokes. Yep. What are you? Comedian. A comedian. Vandy goes on stage, tells some jokes. What is he? Pluto. No. No, I was wrong. I, he, I, was, I was hoping. He's a comedian, right? Yeah, he's a comedian. If uh, Brandon St. Germain goes on stage and tells jokes, do we call him a dwarf comedian? <laughs> oh, my God. No. He's a comedian. <laughs> he's a comedian, yeah. Brandon St. Germain's like three feet tall, by the way. Yeah. But, yeah, no. 
I I think you should just call it a planet. Like it, and I didn't know that it was like classified as a dwarf planet. I didn't know that. Yeah. I thought they just declassified it. Like I thought it, they just like it. Oh, like, I guess like declassified it to dwarf planet. Okay, so, which is okay. stupid. I thought they just like took away that the planetary and then just didn't give it anything. So I don't. I didn't even know what to call it. Like I just haven't really thought about Pluto for a I, while. I think that NASA should be canceled for calling it a dwarf planet. That's true. You should call it a little planet. Yeah, an LP. Yep. <laughs> Jeez. Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> you want to chip in on this? Any you have an opinion, Vandy? I, I'm good with what Roddy said. I mean, that, that works for me. I'll, I'll piggyback on that. <laughs> You're gonna piggyback on me having Pluto piggyback the Earth. Nope. <laughs> okay. Is you guys' families religious? Mine, yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, a lot of religious people do not believe in premarital sex. And that specifically is vaginal intercourse. Um, do you ever get high and think about how much anal your family has done before they got married? Personally, oh, and I don't want to. <laughs> I mean, odds are. Personally, I think about it every day. Uh, I'm just kidding. <laughs> that's, that's how you get started. That's how I get started. Um, no, I have not thought about that. And... I mean, technically, so my, my mom is, like, really religious now, but she actually had me out of wedlock. Oh, yeah? Yeah, I was a, I was a, an oopsie baby. And I think my brother was also. So, but she has gotten religious and stuff. But uh, it was funny. She's actually, she came to the um, show that we did at um, Kettle River. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, your parents aren't together anymore. Yeah, right? no, no, no. It was my my mom and dad did show up to that show, but my stepdad was there, and then my uncle Chris. And so, um, but yeah, um, my mom has had two babies, and they were both out of wedlock. Oh. But, but so like leading up to that show, I told her, I'm like, hey, just want to let you know, like a lot of the jokes I'm going to say tonight, you're probably not going to really enjoy and (laughs) like so i I let her know up front i'm like you're probably not gonna like these and want to hear it come out of my mouth and then she's like well you also have to remember like i am religious now but like i've had all of these experiences she used to be a big time slut yeah yeah yeah, yep no i'm not saying that two kids out of wedlock okay (laughs) you are not a slut mom mom you're not if you're listening i don't know if you listen or not i don't think you do but you're not a slut I love you. My mom's probably going to listen to this since I'm on it, but yeah. I was trying to think of a new bit and part of it was like, yeah, my mom had three kids by 24 because she's a huge slut. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to go into a story, but I haven't started working on it yet. Yeah, I, she would find it funny because yeah. she knows I'm joking. Yeah. Um, I purposely did not tell anything about my grandma when she was at my last show because I knew it was too fresh. Yeah. Even though the story wasn't true about her. Yeah, exactly. Well, I mean, I've, I've, done jokes like that too where it's still fresh but you're like hmm. i want to test I it out she get through it too. yeah exactly yeah that's what i like about stand-up all right the rest of these are kind of dumb they're not really roast jokes or anything so we can move on you sure oh how many of the local comics do you think have hooked up oh <laughs> a lot i feel like there's been quite a few probably ones that we just don't know about yeah really. i only know of two <laughs> well i know nah. of, i know of yeah, I've, I know of a couple. 
Not a lot. I think it's only two. There's some that I think probably, maybe. Yeah. I mean, if you guys are feeling courageous, you guys could add to that number tonight. <laughs> I mean, I didn't come all the way down here for nothing. I know. <laughs> for a podcast. No, I want that rodcast. You yeah. Know what I'm I, I did. I think I sent him a winky face at the end of my message. I thought that I thought he knew what that meant. Watch the woods. <laughs> oh, man. Okay. That's all the questions you have then? Yeah, that's fine. Okay, well, we'll we'll use the other ones like we said in another sure. episode when yeah. we have you on. So keep yeah. them. Don't, sure thing. Don't lose them. Sure no. thing. But uh, okay, do you have uh, any other hobbies outside of comedy that you feel might help with comedy? I mean, I don't really have any other hobbies anymore. Um, can't I had to cancel my gym membership. I did like lifting a lot, but I can't afford it anymore. Um, I tried to do gym material before bombed really hard mm. so i just i mean I, I typically think that you should try a joke at least three times before you decide to get rid of it but that though that stuff it was like as soon as it came out of my mouth mm. i was like yeah this is kind of dog shit is yeah. <laughs> maybe you should try james material james instead of jim oh god damn. <laughs> <sighs> <laughs> i was like who the uh. fuck is james <laughs> I'm sorry. I don't know why I had to say it. I had to, though. No, I, was... I love that it didn't work. <laughs> of course it didn't. No, I, I, I was trying to do, like, inter, uh, what's it called? Observational about mm-hmm. the gym. And it's, it's kind of crazy. I was just thinking about this. You still hear, like, big-name comics do naked old men in the gym and locker room jokes. Yep. Ricky's Gervais just did a whole set. I was like, You? But he ended with one that was an absolute banger. Okay. <laughs> you said a, an old dude came out of the shower completely drenched in water, not wearing a towel, and just went straight up to the mirror and started doing his hair. <laughs> <laughs> nice. <laughs> like They just don't care. Yeah. That's funny. Yeah. But, I always say, I don't need that big dick energy. I need that old man not give a shit in the freaking locker room energy. <laughs> you ever watch... Uh, Jackass. Oh yeah, yep. uh, I just right. watched uh, four point again or four point five. Yeah, I watched four point five. I haven't it... seen four point but they're like oh, that's four. Four. Okay, yeah. I watched four point five again the other day, and there's a scene where a bunch of old dudes butt naked come out. There's a couple of them when they're like they're like, yeah, good job, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> then there's one that was like straight up micro penis. It's like, dude, you agreed? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> to go full like... frontal on a movie? Like, you know how many people are gonna watch this? Yeah. But I guess at a certain point, you just don't give a shit anymore. Yeah. Can't wait. Tom Segura talks about yeah, this. Yeah. Little grain of rice. <laughs> Little grain of rice? Like, yeah. Just going to keep on. Oh, you don't care? Head. You don't care at all? <laughs> some of them have some hammers. Like, whoa, good for you, buh. Yeah. What hell? Whatever. Yeah. God damn. Yeah. But no, like, seriously, if you ever do go to the locker room, it's true. They do not care. Yeah. And they'll, like, just sit and talk. Go up to the TV, like, oh, what's what's the game? What's the score on the game? <laughs> God damn. I work, out, I work out at the YMCA, and there's plenty of old guys in there. Yeah, that's where I was going to. They don't give two shits at all. They'll sit there. They'll sit there butt-ass naked, like, hands on their sh- on their freaking hips, and Yeah, kind of, like, pushing their hips forward like, at hey, you. Buddy. Like, hey, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> that's actually why I go to the YMCA. I don't even work out. Just go I hang just, out. I just go hang room, out, man. yeah. 
It's good, good Ooh. conversations. There's like chairs in there next to the TV, so you can just hang out. <laughs> Dude, we should do an episode in the YMCA, <laughs> like gym, like in <laughs> in the in the locker room to see how many we like. We'll count how many. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> I, I went one time, like before work, like six a.m. or whatever, five a.m. And there's this old guy, and he gets out of gets out of the shower, no towel, doesn't give two shits. And he's shaving, he's brushing his teeth, he's combing his hair, just not a care in the world. I'm like, God damn, I wish I had your comfort. (laughs) (laughs) And they have like uh, two doors going in. So like, you can't just like open one door and then see everybody naked. There's like that second door for security. They don't give a shit about that second door. Oh, really? Oh, yeah, they'll stand right in front of it, and they'll, like, hold the door open for you, and then you're open up the outside <laughs> door. They, they don't, they do not care. What if, like, there's a, like, a little, like, kid walking? Well, kids can't go in there, but, yeah, if they're walking outside. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, they're outside that second door, and then you're, they're just, oh, hey, what's going on? It oh. doesn't matter to them, because guess what? A kid's going to have to ask mommy. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> uh, oh, and then they'll, like, bend over to pick something up, and it <sighs> takes them a while to bend over. <laughs> legs are all wide and stuff it's like i don't need to see all that (laughs) yeah yikes um i don't need to see that but you should get that checked out yeah yeah yep those are definitely hemorrhoids yeah i took a picture for you here (laughs) god damn no it's funny even nick swartzen talked a little bit about that that is who the other one that i just heard talk about it again yeah 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 he did roddy you, you know how my mom is yep we're we're in the sauna or whatever, and there's an old guy, and he's trying to work like work out while we're in that sauna. <laughs> oh yeah, the sauna too is another one. And his sweat flying ever, dude. My mom flipped the fuck out. Yeah. Not in here, buddy. Not in here. <laughs> yeah, not when there's other people. Like, he, sure, if you're by yourself, maybe. He's working out in the sauna. Yeah. Like oh, that's. God. When I was a, I don't know, I was probably twelve. I tried doing jumping jacks in the sauna. I almost fucking fainted. Mm. You're not supposed to do that. It's too hot. Yeah, I've I've done I've done push ups and sit ups because like we were on vacation and we were just enjoying ourselves and I just my buddies were doing it so I'm like oh I'll try it and I couldn't. Yeah, it was yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just I couldn't do it. It was it was too much for me. No, it was awful. But. Damn. Some naked guys. <laughs> Let's talk more about naked guys. This is great. I was waiting for this, this episode to get good. <laughs> All right. What is your favorite part of doing comedy? And what is your biggest fear of com- about comedy? Sorry, can you say that again? What is your favorite part of doing comedy? And what is your biggest fear? Of doing comedy. Ooh. I'm sorry. Can you say that one more? <laughs> Just kidding. I, I looked at my phone for a second and kind of lost my attention. Oh. Man, I love making people laugh. It's just making people feel good through laughter. It's like the best, my absolute favorite thing to do. And like, you know, if it's a good show, they're going to go home happy. They're going to be, you made their night, you know, yeah. and they're, this might be something they remember for a long time. Like, that's just a great feeling to have. And even if it's like... <clears throat> If we have like 15 comics and I eat shit, but everyone else crushes, I'm still going home knowing happy yeah. that everybody else had a good night. Right. Um, my biggest fear. Um, 
if I don't move much past where I'm at right now, like ever, yeah, that that would be really tough. Yeah, like I, I'm not expecting to like ever do this full time or anything, or ever have a special or an album or anything like that. But I want to keep on getting better, and I want to get a lot better. Yeah. <clears throat> so I guess yeah. Biggest fear is just straight up failing and not being good at it. Um, hopefully one day I will be. Uh, gotta just keep on working at it, I guess. Yeah. But, you know, not everybody's meant to do certain things, and maybe I'm not meant to do this, and that would be tough. Cause yeah, because that's something that you It's one really of my favorite do. things I've ever done in my yeah. life. If I was able to do this full time, this would be the... This is the only thing that I would leave graphic design for. Yeah. But, you know, that remains to be seen, I guess. Yeah, this this doing comedy would be amazing. To do podcasting and to do comedy both full time would be amazing. Yeah, you're just bullshitting and then you're going on stage telling jokes and yeah. then you just travel around. Yeah, that that'd be the absolute best. Yeah. Um <laughs> I would love to get to the point where I had like a tour bus and just take a couple buddies and just then you don't have to worry about the plane and shit like that and just riding on the bus all night would be awesome. Yeah. Pour whiskey. Bert, and Bert's bullshit. living the dream right now. Oh God, yeah. dude! Then he's flying all over, all over the world and shit. Private jets. Yeah. And, God damn, that would be the life. And just to know that he came from like making like three hundred dollars a week with a wife and two young kids to where he is now, it's it's insane. Yeah. Yeah, he's really done something <clears throat> special. Steve really hasn't made too. He has that Sprinter van that mm-hmm. he does the podcast in. Yep. So he can just podcast, travel around, do shows. Saw him last summer, and he was fucking phenomenal. I can't believe that he's still he's, able he's really to do some shit to build that he does. Yeah. Oh yeah, Steve was really smart and business minded. It's a good thing he got sober. Yeah, I mean, for many reasons, he would I was definitely. Say, be he, dead, he, he wasn't back in the day. He wasn't because no. he didn't make shit off a of jackass. Yeah, <laughs> that was one thing that he said once when you could like look up people's net worth. So Johnny Knoxville, fifty million. Bam Margera, eighty million. Stevo, two million. He's like, how the fuck did they know? <laughs> Damn. It wasn't even that. It w- it wasn't even that. No, it wasn't much. I'm sure he's. I mean, I don't think those net worths are really accurate. Yeah. Well, that's um, crazy that he didn't get paid the same. Well, no, they not- didn't. John- Johnny Knoxville made the most. The made the most money off of Jackass out of all. Yeah, he was the leader. Then Bam did couple other shows i guess i mean not anymore because bam's probably about to die because mm. he's, he's unfortunately relapsed yet again but okay. uh i guess for years after like viva la bam unholy union and stuff he would get paid ten thousand dollars just to go sit at a place for three hours and he would like paint oh and then people would just come up to him and be like hey bam how's it going be like oh, i'm good just just greet, greet people and talk to them and whatever. Just three hours, ten grand. Here you go. See you later. Wow. Yep. Mm-hmm. Just doing appearances because of who he is. You gotta. Rem- I mean, the dude hacked up a Lamborghini on the show. MTV yeah. paid for that. I don't think that he did. Yeah. Um. Yeah, that would have been the best show. Just MTV is like, here's all this money. Do whatever you want. Oh, I'm gonna buy a Lamborghini and throw it off of a cliff. Yeah. <laughs> God damn. Yeah, it's he 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 looks so bad and his wife's taking his kid away from him right now. Mm, that's tough. Cuz he got sober and he started uh, opening for Stevo for 
few weeks. Yeah. Then on the last day that he was scheduled, he was with his little son, and he relapsed and just got absolutely blitzed with mm. his son. Damn. So I think his wife separated really? him, taking the kid away. Yeah. And uh, Steve-O came out publicly and said that he he can't help him anymore because he's not accepting the help, and he's just waiting until he has to bury his friend. Damn. That's rough. <clears throat> Yeah, I've heard some stories about him recently, and it's it's like really shocking that he is still alive right now because <laughs> of some of the shit that he's put himself through. Yeah, been in a lot of rehabs. Fuck. And, uh, losing his kid is going to be the last straw, I think. Yeah. Damn. So that actually kind of ties into this next question. Uh, what is your biggest regret in your comedy career so far? If you have one, like obviously you don't have to have a regret of any kind. We just like, thought it'd be interesting to see if I don't know if I have any huge regrets. I mean, like there's times where like oh, I shouldn't have did that joke, yeah, you know, like, for sure. shit like that. But that's not like uh, keeping yeah. me up at night and stuff. Um, I'm kind of trying to move to the cities right now to where I could do more stand up. Mm-hmm. Um, like I wish I would have gone earlier. Okay. But who knows? Maybe I'll go down there and I'll fucking hate it. Mm. You know, you never know. Um, yeah, I guess I don't really have much of a regret in stand up. Yeah. Nah. Okay. I enjoy it, and I'm make. I wish. I guess I wish I'd have made shows earlier. Yeah. I didn't realize that I was just like so capable of producing a show and giving myself a plat. Well, giving myself some stage time because I don't get booked otherwise, barely mm. ever. Yeah. So I'll just have to go out and you know make magic happen yourself. Yeah. That's actually a lot of people like say that their biggest regret is not doing it earlier, and that's yeah, yeah. It's fucking like Aiden Tebow, little asshole, <laughs> <laughs> starting at seventeen years old. Yeah, and there was Cricker who he started at sixteen, but he just yeah. he's not around anymore. Yeah, he's into hockey more. Which yeah. is fucking weird. <laughs> yeah, well, like he was around when I like first came into the. Yeah, the he popped in yeah. for a little bit, but then he went back to hockey. I think. Yeah. I think he's probably starting started trade school at this point oh, he okay. wanted to go be electrician i got you which is also fucking genius <laughs> yeah. couple year trade school jesus christ we're gonna make yeah. way more money than anyone else <laughs> kid's got a good head on him oh yeah it's too bad he's not doing stand-up still he was one that like really he took risks yeah well i'm sure he'll he'll make his way back eventually or wherever he is he can do it yeah exactly is he not in this area I think he's like an Ashland or something. Oh, because okay. like a lot, like a lot of the uh, hockey camps and stuff are more out there. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, yeah, but I think he has more aspirations to get into like amateur hockey. I don't. I doubt that he's gonna make it to like pro hockey, but you never know. Yeah. Damn. Yeah, starting as a teenager would be awesome. Yeah. Because I remember I, in high school we had a talent show, and a kid did stand up. It wasn't terrible, mm-hmm. but I remember thinking, I would never do that shit. <laughs> Are you kidding me? Because there was like a couple jokes that absolutely bombed. I'm yeah. Like, I can't even imagine what he's feeling right now. I'd be so embarrassed. Yeah. And my, my third time doing stand-up, five minutes, not a single noise in the room. And I, I can't believe that I ever did it again after that because yeah. that was painful. Yeah, for sure. That those bombs, they they get you. Oh man! All right, before we go any farther, that kind of goes into this next question: Have you ever bombed, and if so, 
What have you learned from the experience? It's another one of those questions where, of course, I've bombed. Yeah, everybody. <laughs> no, it was it was my third time, yeah. of course. But uh, yeah, no. Then the actually that was the second worst time. It was just this last fall at T Bones. It was another one of those nights where it was completely silent, and I was supposed to do like five, ten minutes, whatever. After like a minute and a half, I was like, you know what? Nope. <laughs> I just got off stage. Yeah. I was really depressed at the time also. Mm-hmm. I was just having a really bad day. Man. Um, yeah, but that was awful. And the T-bone stage is just not meant for stand-up. It's, it's tough when there's a railing in front of you. Yeah, when we decided to stop doing that one, I was excited. Yeah. <laughs> I felt bad for Bondus, but... Yeah. Well, I'm sure he'll work on something else and get something else going maybe yeah so, we'll see yeah he, he took a chance yeah other people weren't yeah so. exactly so yeah saw him on a poster on a <laughs> st cloud doing a show doing a show down here yep just a couple days ago down in st cloud yeah um, a lot of a lot of people are getting some stuff down in that yeah. area yeah we're kind of merging a little bit with the uh, twin cities crew yeah well, yeah. I'm not so much, but yeah, you know, Cindy moving down there, and she's very networkable. Yeah, and uh, yeah, she's bringing people up here for the Gopher Hole shows, and people yeah. are like meeting each other. So yeah, a lot of people are going down there for mics more than they yeah, used to. For sure. Also, yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, like we've had quite a few people go down in that area, and then obviously, like <clears throat> they still come up here for for shows and for yeah. some open mics. Like sometimes we'll see them on Thursdays, but. Right, yeah, if they come into like a day early. Mm-hmm. Then like it was last Friday afterwards, they all came over to Pete's house and we mm-hmm. all, you know, smoked some weed and drank some beers and yeah, we were like getting to know each other. So yeah. we're building a connection rather than having a rivalry. Yeah. So that's good, I think. So I know some people are not happy about it. Oh, really? Yeah, because I think the city's people are coming up here and taking away stage time. Mm. But when we have like 15 regular comics... It's going to end up being like the same show on repeat. Yeah. So it's good to have some variety. Yeah. I think. No, my shows that I'm going to be doing in the future here, I'm going to probably start dipping down to the cities to get some people. Yeah. So I think it's good. We're, we're building our scene. We weren't doing that before. So. Yeah. I feel like it's a, it's good for both scenes to, oh, yeah. to collaborate. Mm-hmm. For sure. Yeah. If we're going to build a comedy state here, I mean, yeah. it's got to grow. Yeah, and if we do I mean, get other, the, yeah, if we get the city, St. Cloud yeah. and Duluth. Oh yeah, yeah, yep. Rochester, a couple of guys from Rochester came up okay. this weekend. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know what kind of scene it is down there, but uh, they said they barely even come to, to Minneapolis. They'll go down to Iowa. Dang, <laughs> interesting. Right. More likely to get stage time down there. Yeah. So that's still just another the bigger the scene, the better. Yeah. yeah, I'm all for it. Yeah. Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt. What were you gonna say, Vandy? No, I'm I'm just saying the bigger the scene the better. I mean, otherwise if if it doesn't grow, I mean, then comedy's just going to stay in Texas and yeah. Nashville and LA. I New mean, it, Yeah, we want Minnesota, to... th- thank God, Minnesota actually has a pretty good scene here and known for a good comedy scene. Yeah. Uh would you consider yourself a funny person off stage? It can be. <laughs> I mean, like, I sometimes try a little too hard to be funny. Okay. And uh, yeah, sometimes I am by accident, but, you know, if I ever am trying to be funny and then I, like, have, like, two, a couple bombs, I just stop talking. 
but uh yeah like um i'm typically more comfortable with people that i know so if i'm in like a group of people that i don't know very well i'm more likely going to be just silent if i'm in a large group even if it's just a bunch of people i do know i'm more likely to be silent i'm just very introverted but uh yeah the more comfortable i am with people the more likely i'll be you know out and trying to try to maybe try to make them laugh when i see the opportunity to but mm -hmm. yeah I, I can be funny and sometimes i i'm not so <laughs> funny uh yeah and you know maybe they're pity laughs who knows it's like oh we feel bad for them. <laughs> <laughs> i'm sure that happens more often than i think who knows Dude, I I have that feeling all the time. Sometimes, like I, all the time, sometimes all the time, sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I like obviously like there's definitely times where I'm trying to be funny, but there's also times where I'm like trying to do a not funny joke, but like make it seem like it's <clears throat> funny, like the one that I did earlier in this episode. Like mm -hmm. I do those jokes all the time. I just I I like I think they're funny. But I think it's funny, like the way that like, the way that they like react to it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. No, there's sometimes that people would think that I'm like related to you. Oh yeah, because I love doing the dumb jokes, the dumb like dad jokes. They're just really dumb bad ones. Yep. And off stage, I don't really care if I steal a joke as much. You know, I'd I want to be original, but like yeah, sometimes you just got it. you got one in your pocket. Yeah, if I'm talking to somebody like in a conversation, I'll be like, "Oh yeah, my friend's got a really cool joke about that," and like I'll either say that or sometimes I don't even say that, and then I'll say the joke, and then I'll, oh, yeah, that's not that's not yeah, my right. joke. That's my friend. Yep, but right, yeah, <laughs> there's times that I've uh, said something, made the whole room howl laughing. Then I'll like write it down and like turn into a bit, do it on stage nothing yeah <laughs> nothing yeah <laughs> i still think it's funny it, i got to that point where i've bombed so many times that like i enjoy when it does happen because it just makes me laugh yeah <laughs> just, i was laughing when i was writing this and now you're not <laughs> laughing this is amazing <laughs> yeah this just didn't connect the way i thought it was going to <laughs> it's all good though it's part of it yeah hey, what is your most memorable night of comedy Ooh. I'd probably say the probably the first roast battle I did. I've done two now. But uh first show I've ever produced, I put it on with Sydney Stevens. Um I did not know what to expect. I didn't know what the fuck I was doing. And then you know, I got there like two hours early to make sure everything's all set up. And I was like, oh my God, are people going to show up? Are people going to show up? People going to show up? And then there's like 70 people in that room. I was like, oh my God. Yeah, it was a very good show. After the second one, there was not quite as many people, but probably like 50, 60. And after that one, I just completely like fell apart. Like I just like fell into my chair and just like collapsed because I was so relieved it was over. It was so stressful. Mm -hmm. And uh, I wrote more than this, but I did 86 jokes to start the show. Just all one line roasts. And uh, most of them did really well. Mm -hmm. Um yeah, then I did the Halloween show with Emily Rock, and then I just did the Sam Short Says Friends show, and they all just went so well. I was, I'm just shocked that I'm like four and all. Yeah, I'm <laughs> not, know, like, I'm not shocked. Wood, but, yeah. yeah, I'm not shocked because like <laughs> that after that first, I didn't know that that was your first produced show. Mm -hmm. That was such a good turnout and oh, yeah. such a good show. I'm so happy with it. Yeah, mm -hmm. and you had like. I think the best comedian ever ended up winning that first one. <laughs> <You dumbass. laughs> That's the one I won. 
<laughs> we were all shocked that you won. I know. I was too. <laughs> and like Bond is coming in to win the second one. It was yeah. like, what is going on? Yeah. <laughs> Um, no, I want to do another one, but you know, I know it's how stressful it is to do right for one of those. So I think I'm going to wait till September to try to do the one year one. And then I think yep. I am going to take uh Daniel travels advice and just do one a year. Yeah. But if I'm not up here anymore, I don't know if I will. Yeah. <laughs> I might I, just retire. It I, I feel like you should I could. keep it going. It has to stay on Saturdays. Or, yeah. Or maybe like afterwards. Yeah. Or maybe like pass it along to somebody like if that, somebody wants to take it, but I don't think anybody nah, will. No. Nah. It's a lot of work. No. But I, I mean, I could really, all I need to do is get somebody to ask the Caddyshack when, if we can do it and book a date and then I can do everything else. I don't yeah. need to like be here to do that. Yeah. Then I just need to make sure I can be up here for it. Mm-hmm. But people are not, like not as interested to be in it anymore. Oh, really? Yeah. Hmm. First one, no problem getting people. Second one had a little bit more problem problems and then uh this one this third one i was gonna try to do i asked people if they wanted to do it didn't get enough people Mm -hmm. dang i'm like two three people short yeah well maybe we'll have to uh like you said wait till september and then maybe see if there's more interest after there's been a little bit more of a gap yep Yep. yeah but it's fun producing shows and i'm really excited for the ones coming up um, it's just a lot of work. Not having an income right now is yeah. not making it easy. But and I'm losing money off all of them. Yeah, you know, the flyers, the time. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, for it's it's nice that I'm making like template flyers, so it's like a lot less time for the next ones, mm-hmm. right? Um, yeah, it's fun. It's if it is something that I was able to do full time, I would. Yeah. And I just do more shows and, you know, do more stand-up, do more traveling. Yeah. But, yeah, the roast battle. Both, I mean, all the shows were, like, highlights in my life. But I'll say the first one because it was the first one. Yeah. Nice. And yeah. it was super successful. All right. Where is the coolest place that you've ever performed? I will say... Since I do like Dublin's Caddyshack and the Superior Tavern on a regular basis, I will say Comedy Court Underground actually in Minneapolis. Um, <laughs> thing that sucked about it, I mean, I like the way that the rooms laid out and everything. We, I went down to stay with Brad LaRoche, who also does comedy. Um, and we got there, got our table. Room was absolutely full packed. It was two and a half hours until we got on stage, and a lot of people left by then because mm. it's such a long show, you know. But with mm. the 10 people that were still there, great crowd. Nice. And there was, like, a guy sitting right next to the stage that had, like, a Gavin gla- laugh. Oh, nice. Yeah, just loud, like, horse laugh. <laughs> Everybody fucking loved it except for <laughs> one guy. The one guy that bombed that night oh. blamed him. He's like, you're ruining the fucking show. He's like, no, dude, you're just not funny. Everybody else loves that guy. <laughs> oh, oh, he absolutely ate shit, and he was blaming it on him. I can't believe that. That's too bad. Poor How, guy. Just accept that. Yeah. Everybody bombs. Just accept yeah. when you do. It's not a big deal. Yeah, you don't need to blame that guy that is, has the yeah. funniest laugh. Like, that's right. the guy that you need to impress. Yeah, right? And if after the show, if, if he didn't do that, after the show, nobody's making fun of him for sucking. Yeah. But now, because he was doing that shit, now we are making fun of him. Yeah. You know, several months later, I'm still talking about it. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, you wouldn't have said anything no. if he wouldn't have. Nope. Yeah. Not a single word. Damn. 
during a set, I was like, this isn't going well. Yeah. But I wouldn't have said anything afterwards. Because mm-hmm. some people are so full of themselves. Yeah. That's too bad. <laughs> Damn. I was so happy that he was sitting right next to the stage. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody was making comments about it. And, you know, that's just enhancing the show. Yeah. yeah the thing that sucked down there, though, like, they have they made the list, then other comics would come in and they'd move themselves earlier. Oh. People would come in late and they'd be like, are, are you Brad? You're like, yeah. All right, well, I'm taking a seniority. I'm going to put myself before you. It's like, don't they have a final list? Yeah. No, they just let, let anyone go in and fill it out and people would move shit around and yeah. Interesting. It's dumb. <laughs> yeah, because like, I like the way that we have it like at, at uh, Dublin's because... You just sign up, and then who's ever hosting that night just yeah. randomizes it figures and it out, yeah. figures it out. And... Yeah, that's how it used to be at the comedy store, though. But I mean, if you listen to some of the old stories, the seniors would come and bump you all the time. Yeah. Oh yeah, and then they'd like do like two hours. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But then you're like, some people would say that if a certain comic showed up, they would just leave. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Eddie Eddie Griffin used to be one of the worst ones, is what I heard from stories. Uh, nah. Menstelia. You come in and do. <laughs> What's that? Menstelia. Yeah. Car- Carlos Menstelia would come in, bump people, and he would go as long as he possibly could. Wow. Everybody mm-hmm. just left. Or like, fuck this. This is when he was like still. Yeah. Like super famous before he was exposed. Mm-hmm. Guy's still doing comedy. Is he? Yeah. I didn't know that. Yep. Hmm. Just here. Said, uh, he was just at, uh, I don't know if he was at Acme or the House of Comedy. Why are people booking him still is the weird part. Yeah. Um, he, I think he tried to sue Rogan. He's like, you ruined my career and I have to go to therapy. It's like, no, you did it yourself, buddy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just don't steal. That easy. That's like the main rule in comedy. Yeah. It's like, do your own shit. Mm-hmm. Just, just bite the bullet and apologize right from the get-go and you probably would have still had a career. Mm-hmm. All right, where would you do a special if given the opportunity? I used to think about this a lot. <clears throat> so, like I said, I always walk to Dublin's when we do our shows. I was thinking if I got to the point that I was famous enough to do a special, I would do like a short intro vignette where I would go back to my building and I would get permission for them to let me like go into like one of the empty apartments and I'd kind of do a thing where I leave, I walk out of the apartment, I walk down the hallway, then I kind of cuts to me like walking to Dublin's and doing it there. Because um, I like those smaller like hallway type uh, intimate things. Mm-hmm. So I think that would be an idea. Doing it at the North Shore or like an old theater would be super cool because I just love those theaters. Um, and just doing it in Duluth because that's where I got my start or yeah. Minneapolis or, you know, there's a lot of places I've never been. So, yeah. but, uh, yeah, doing like not the Superior Tavern, but like a setup like that. Okay. Yeah. Not quite the same. Yeah. But where it's intimate. And like, yeah, intimate long hallway. And I could do like however many shows and yeah. like, you know, so I make sure that I have like the best reaction to everything. Yeah. Um, Acme would be cool. It's still one of my dreams to perform. Just man. even just do an open mic there, which yeah, you know, um, yeah, if, that's a it's a fun stage for yeah. sure. It's like all my heroes have been on that stage, mm-hmm. so that'd be cool. 
But yeah, I think the first choice might be Dublin's, even though I don't really want it to be Dublin because <laughs> of certain reasons. Yeah. <laughs> but that's why Ac- I got started. Acme, Acme was one of Tom's favorite places. Yeah, that's where he yeah. did his first album. Yeah. Mitch did one there. Yeah. Uh, Chad Daniels. A lot mm-hmm. of people have. That's where Swords have you seen, talked uh, about how you got to start there. Have you seen I Need You to Kill? Yes. Yep. So good. I haven't mm-hmm. watched that in a while, but that is a good doc. It is very good. <laughs> I made Roddy watch it not too long ago. Yeah, it was it was very good. Yeah, this was the first time I ever discovered Pete Lee. But of course, I already loved Tom Segura. If you if you didn't yep. know that, yeah, just ride his dick a little more. Then yeah, I love Chad Daniels. I thought it was Chad's awesome. I thought it was Chad's amazing. Isn't it Dad Daniels? That was one of his specials. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, he has a free he's special a... that's at Acme on YouTube. Yeah. Do you know who he's dating now? No. Kelsey Cook? Kelsey Cook? Or whatever. No shit, yeah. really? She's quite a bit yeah, younger. Yeah, Chad Daniels him. and her are dating. God I don't know if they damn, still are. damn, look at but... that dog go. <laughs> she's hot. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she's a smoke show. Yeah, she, I think she's a little... I think she's on one of the talk shows tonight, anyways. But uh, yeah, she's a little younger than me, and he's probably old enough to be my dad. Oh. Not quite, but... Yeah, interesting. Yeah, that's an age gap. Wow. I mean, yeah, good for them. I mean, he's probably in his, what, I don't even think he's 50 yet. His youngest just turned 20, I think, so he must be, he must be getting close to 50 at least. Well, yeah, but you you said that, like, that it could be his dad, like, my mom is 50. Your mom not? (laughs) (laughs) My, I don't know how to answer that. My mom is a pretty lady, but I am not attracted to her in that way. You wouldn't hit it? I would not. Oh, okay. <laughs> Chad, Chad's got a full sleeve now, too. I mean, he's kind of become a badass. Yeah, Ooh, um, I kind of feel like that's partially, uh, what was that called? Midlife crisis. Oh, okay. And partially, he's not with his ex-wife anymore. No. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe he just never wanted it before. Man. Yeah, who knows? I like, I, I like that he did raise the kids, though. He took, he stepped away from comedy for a little bit and raised the kids. Oh, yeah. Man. Brought him back to Fergus Falls. Mm-hmm. Is, is he, a, he's still there, right? Yeah. That's what I thought. Yeah, he'll, he lives like out in the woods and stuff. It's where he's from. Yeah. I think that that's just where he wants to be. Mm-hmm. I understand that completely. Yeah, well, I know some. Uh, there was somebody posted that on the, the group chat about him... In Fergus Falls. Oh, yeah? Yeah. I haven't read the full, like, thing, but I know somebody posted it. I think it was old, though, because he's been back for a long time. Okay. Yeah. He said he moved his family to L.A. for comedy and stuff. Then one day, his son came back from the beach. He's like, what's up, bruh? He's like, nope. (laughs) Moved him back to Fergus. (laughs) Nice. (laughs) Nope. I still laugh at that one my son comes in for dinner and says, what is this shit? That is your next meal. Yeah. You can eat it now, or you can eat it tomorrow, or you can eat it the next day. But, but that, that will be your next meal. <laughs> so good. <laughs> One of the best lines he has when he's talking about when his son was going through puberty, his wife was like, what are we going to do? He's like, first of all, we're going to knock. Then <laughs> another point, he's like, I've been in my son's room before, and I don't want to go in there anymore. Like, have you ever stubbed your toe on a sock? <laughs> 
God, he's so good. He's so underrated. He deserves so much oh, more dude, than he's he has. Oh, he's very yeah. underrated. Uh, I remember, I can't remember the bit, but it was like his daughter was talking about how she accidentally masturbated or something. He was like, how about wrong fucking parents? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I'd say the same shit. Like, I'm not talking to you about that stuff. Yeah. You don't talk to Jabba about that stuff? No. (laughs) He'll sometimes... Him and my brother's dog are, like, gay together. Okay. Which I accept that. Yeah. But uh, there was once Jabba was, like, uh, standing on the the armrest of a couch. And uh, my brother's dog was much bigger. Came up and started, like, licking his wiener. (laughs) And Jabba started, like, slowly, like, humping. (laughs) I was like, you need to cut that out right now. <laughs> no. <laughs> oh, geez. That's funny. But yeah, he'll just sometimes sit there and all of a sudden randomly have a boner. I'm like, dude, put it away. <laughs> I don't, I mean, I kind of do that sometimes. Yeah. But I'm like, you don't do what I do. Yeah. Roddy, you need to look up Chad Daniels' locker boxing bit. Oh, yeah, that's a good okay. one. That's a really good one. I might have to look at that one. Uh, I think Still you can good. actually watch... Dad Chaniels for free on uh, Amazon Prime. Okay, I Sweet. bought it when it came out, and about two weeks later, he's like, "It's free now." It's oh, like you motherfucker. No. Same thing happened with uh, Andrew <laughs> Schultz's newest special. I bought it for like fifteen bucks. Yeah. He's like, "It's only going to be available for two weeks." He's like, "Oh, I gotta gotta make sure I get it." Damn. Then it was like a month later. He's like, "Free on YouTube now." <laughs> I mean, like I'm supporting them. Yeah. Or whatever, but is that sure. is that his new is that his newest one? Yeah, I forget what it's called. Schultz is uh, it's one word, undisputed or something, oh, or undefeated. He's something like yeah, yeah. He's so good. He watches like uh, he was like a four part Netflix special. It's like fifteen minutes each, and oh. it's like four different topics, and yeah. he just goes. Yeah, I have not seen it, but I, I, I constant yeah. punchlines. He's hmm. so fucking smart and fast and good. Damn, I might have to watch. I, I have seen it, but I have not seen it. You got to make sure that you like sit and like really watch. Okay. Because you will miss something. Okay. A lot of shit if you're not paying attention. Damn. That's pretty cool though. Yeah. He just kind of came out of nowhere one day. Yeah. Kind of revolutionized comedy too. No, everybody's just yeah. posting their shit on YouTube. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, I mean, he wasn't the first person to do that, yeah. but. I mean, it makes sense. Like you're going to make all the the money that way. Mm-hmm. I met him once at Acme actually. Oh, nice. Olds? Yeah, I gotta just stop meeting people. <laughs> I hate meeting like famous people because he wasn't like an asshole, but you could tell that he was just like, mm. I have to do this, so I'm standing here. Yeah. <laughs> and my dumbass, oh my god, I was so embarrassed afterwards. I was like, hey man, great show. Shook his hand. He's like, oh thanks. He's like, I saw you on Rogan the other day. It was awesome. <laughs> <laughs> I'm funny. like, I am not that guy. I'm not a Rogan yeah. bro, but like in that moment, big time Rogan bro. Yeah. In in his eyes, you were that. Yeah, yeah, for sure. You probably get shit like that all the time. Oh, all the time. God, I hear about some people. Well, they'll meet a comedian like Joey Diaz or Andrew Schultz. They'll be, like, hey man, a big fan. They're like, oh, thank you. He's like, um, I have this really cool story about my life. Can you get me on Rogan? It's like, did you really just fucking ask that dude? <laughs> That's insane. Wow. God, some fucking people. Yeah. That's nuts. You leave me alone, all right? It was a good story. Yeah. Well, you should tell Andrew Schultz, like, because I know you're personally connected with him. But I have a pretty good. Yeah. Right. yeah. You should get me. So I work at this casino. 
Yeah. <laughs> I have I have I have I, a story. I think it's really interesting. Can you can you just hit up Rogan for yeah. me? <laughs> What's That's, Rogan's phone number? <laughs> how do you have the audacity to ask somebody like that's so, some people are so like disconnected yeah from, that's uh, insane it's ridiculous but all right so what do you normally wear on stage and would you like to change if so what would you wear <clears throat> um so starting out and still somewhat often it'd be like a plaid shirt and uh, my black jeans are typically it sometimes i wear the blue ones um at the beginning, I would wear cowboy boots. I used to wear cowboy boots, but now I just wear my etnies. Okay. Um, if it's like a, uh, what's it called? A uh, workshop show? Mm-hmm. Then I'll keep my hat on. I won't really care as much about taking it off. Oh, yeah. I was still wearing bandanas at the beginning. Okay. For like 10 years, I like wore a folded up bandana every day, every single day. Dang. Until one day I looked in the mirror and I was like, you look so fucking stupid. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't wear it anymore. It's like ten years you didn't notice this. Dang. <laughs> and uh now like I, I wear a hoodie a lot, you know, if it's like nicer outdoor t shirt, you know. Um I do like I can't believe that I've never worn a suit on stage. Okay. Like my like my black jeans and like a button up vest, kinda like what you do, but yeah, yeah, yep. but more of my style. I can't believe I've never done that because I love dressing up. Mm-hmm. But it's just like three shows a week gonna take take the time to dress up all the time and then shit's gonna get dirty and then yeah. yeah maybe for my next show i'll dress up but yeah no like i like the plaid button-ups but like do i want to be the guy that just wears the plaid button-ups all the time you know so yeah. i guess i don't know if i'd want to change it at all just just my casual self just the way mm-hmm. i dress all the time yeah yeah um <laughs> I've seen uh, some people who wear a bikini on stage. Interesting. That's. I have not seen that yet. Yeah, it's uh, what it does is people are now no longer listening to your comedy. Yeah. Right. It's like I've heard the suggestion if you have tattoos, cover them up. Yeah, because otherwise like have they're... long sleeves because yep. people are going to be like, hmm, let me see that tattoo. And they're not listening to your yeah. comedy, you know? Yeah. Um, so I do want to get sleeves eventually. So I keep that in mind. If yeah. I want to establish like a certain look, mm-hmm. but I'm just gonna be the generic white guy with a beard. <laughs> that hasn't been done before. No, I, no. I, there's I, there's not even one other guy in this room that has that. <laughs> Never ever before. <laughs> I just need, just need to gain like 300 pounds and start taking my shirt off on stage. Yeah, there you go. That's never been done either. I'd, I'd end up loving you probably. Yeah. <laughs> That's kind of weird that he pulls that off. Like you think yeah. people would be like, "Ooh, look at that belly," but no, yeah. they they don't care anymore. <laughs> it's like they a cheer for it. They, yeah, they, they're upset when it they're upset when it doesn't happen. Yeah, yeah, I would be. I'd be so yeah. mad. Yeah, <laughs> like, dude, you're the guy that takes a shirt off. Yeah. <laughs> what if he came out on stage with like a suit? It's like, hello, everyone. I am Bert Kreischer. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> nope, nope. Get out. And then, <laughs> and then all, he, all he does is one-liners. <laughs> no stories. Yeah. Doesn't there's call a, his wife there's a an ep- There's an episode of Two Bears where he talks about that. And he goes, "In because Tom, Tom wants to be a suit guy. Oh, yeah? And, and uh, Bert goes, I don't even own a suit. He goes, I own one suit, a navy blue suit. My grandma got it for me. 
probably will. He'll I be buried. Worked your funeral. I worked my wedding. He says I worked another funeral. He goes, no, I take it back. My grandma got me. And Tom's like, what's up with this fucking grandma buying suits? <laughs> <laughs> and he goes, I don't know. This is, I don't buy suits. And Tom goes, wait a minute. How, how old is this suit? He goes, I don't know. I wore it at my graduation. Oh. And, he goes, and, you, and he goes, and you still fit in it? He goes, it's, it's, a, it's a little snug. <laughs> <laughs> little. Jeez. <laughs> Now, every uh, time I've seen Tom, he wears a jacket. I, th- I think I think I saw a clip one time of him wearing a suit. Okay, and kind of looks weird. Well, he wore yeah. a suit at the end of something to kill. Yeah, that's right. Or you need or to I kill. Need you to kill. Yeah, I need you to kill. Yeah. Hmm. Um. Yeah, I mean, like there's guys like John Mulaney. He always wears a suit. Yeah. Um, I mean, I've seen him wear casual clothes too. But... Yeah. But yeah, it's almost weird to see him in casual. Yeah, I mean, that that old uh, what, philosophy, do, look good, do good, feel good, or whatever. Mm-hmm. Look good, feel good, do good, whatever. Maybe yeah. that's maybe that's it. Maybe he feels good being in a suit, so he does better. Yeah. I don't know. I see yeah. people do like finals in college wearing a suit. It's like, why would you put effort into your outfit yeah. when you need to be studying? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, I like... Uh, I, I, what were you gonna say? Rock the Doug Stanhope suits. Yeah. Mm. Straight up Goodwill, cheap eighties <laughs> porn suits. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Let's go. Guys like Tony Hinchcliffe who moves to Austin, Texas, and it completely adopts the cowboy persona. It's like yeah. get out of here, you, <laughs> you dork. <laughs> I like uh, the way that Danny put it. Like, that's actually part of the reason why. Because I, I wanted to dress up on stage. And so, like, actually it was right after her episode is when I started doing it. Um, and I like the way that she put it. Like, everybody is, like, like spending their time to come see you perform. Like, why not put in the effort to show them that you care? And so that's why I started doing it. And I don't do it all the time. Um, but, like, when I do, uh, that's kind of, like, sure. what I'm thinking about. Sure. Um, but like, I also, at the same time, if I'm not wearing a suit, I do want to make sure that I'm putting in the time and effort, putting, like letting them like enjoy themselves, sure. at, at least from what I am trying to do. Like, sure. obviously I have bomb nights, but yeah, all nights are bomb nights. Yeah. <laughs> I do like Patrick's look with the sport coat. Yeah. Yeah. He's got it. Got it for like four bucks at uh, Goodwill. Yep. <laughs> And he just does like That's a t-shirt underneath it. It's yeah. nice and casual, but mm-hmm. like like somewhat formal. He pulls it off well. Yeah, he pulls it off real nice. Always. All right. Um, if you no, oh, sorry. Go ahead. go ahead. Go ahead. Nothing important. Go ahead. <laughs> if if you could open, if you could open for any comedian, who would it be? I mean, I really bring it back to that. Uh, that weekend I want to spend with Burt Kreischer. Because I think it would just be, it wouldn't just be the show. It would be just such a fun weekend. Yeah. And my last weekend ever alive. <laughs> um, <laughs> that would be great. <laughs> um, of course, Tom Stewart. Because it's an yeah. event. Right. Yeah. yeah. It's, yeah, it's not just doing shows. You're taking, going balls to the wall all weekend. And he's such you're, like, you're going uh, disc golfing. You're going, you're right. getting freaking, He's such Dave a, Williamson's freaking grilling and all that, you know, you're living on the bus. And it's like, uh, 
he's such a giving person. Like he'll bring you out to sushi and be like, much as you want, go ahead, it's on me. Yeah. yeah. It'd be, he's, he'd just be awesome to just be around for the whole weekend. And, uh, um, somebody like Taylor Tomlinson, cause she's just, she's one of the best comedians in the world right now. Yeah. Not, not female comedian. Yeah. Comedian, comedian. Period. Yeah. And just like, she's advancing so quickly. I'd love to like talk to her about comedy and like writing process and stuff. You used to hold them for Bert. Yep. 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 It's so crazy. She's not even 30 yet, and she has three specials. Yeah. Bo Burnham, Jesus Christ, he had like seven or eight by the time he was, I guess he was 31. But Yeah, but still, like he's another one of the some people, prodigies. Some people get like two in their entire career. Yeah. <laughs> they don't get one until they're like 40. Yeah, I, I want one. <laughs> I would, I'd be great with one. But, like, Bobby Lee never has done a special because he knows that if he does a special, then all the material from, like, 20, 30 years is gone, and now he has to write again. Yeah. <laughs> I guess funny. he does the same shit he's always done. Yeah, that's funny. People always make fun of him. Like, hey, uh, you ever think about writing another joke? <laughs> <laughs> no, he's doing just fine. Yeah. If you can make a living doing that, that's... It's too... Well, he's making his money from his podcast. Two greatly though. successful podcasts. He owns a apartment building oh i didn't know that yeah he doesn't like talking about it for some reason hmm. um yeah and he's i mean he still does stand up regularly yeah. well oh, and he, he just did he just went on tour with tom yep well he's an actor too like he's he's in uh he tries. Re- <laughs> well he's in like good stuff like he's in reservation dogs i haven't oh, like is he? yeah that my he's harold and kumar and... yeah yeah he's in some good he was obviously mad tv and all that stuff but he, he did uh have a small part on <laughs> Um, the wrong Missy. Yeah, yep. And he had one line. Yep. <laughs> they flew him to Hawaii for a line. So That's, I'd, I'd do that. I would do that. Well, I think he was already good. down there because he does Hawaii Five O. Oh yeah, he was oh. doing that now. Yeah. Then he was on that one show with uh, Pam Beasley. I forget her name. Carrie Fisher. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. He did that show for a while before it got canceled. Mm. So yeah, he's actively doing stuff. And yeah. if it wasn't for his now ex girlfriend pushing him, he he wouldn't be where he is. I don't think. Yeah. Um, yeah. Kalila. I don't know about her. She sometimes gets to be too much to listen to. She's just as weird as he is, I think. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I love Bobby, though. Don't get oh, me wrong. Yeah, he's one of the best. Yeah. He'd be interesting to hang out with for a weekend. Yeah, he would be. I don't, I don't know who would be grosser, him or Bert. <laughs> oh, Bert for sure. I don't know. Bobby yeah, no. kisses him. Bobby pisses in bottles and leaves them freaking right, like yeah, next he, to his he bed. Yeah, he is pretty fucking gross. I yeah. wouldn't stay in the same room as him. I, yeah. I don't want to make this decision. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to stay with Brian Regan. I'll let you guys stay with oh, your guys. Brian. Uh, <laughs> God. He's, a, he's like a pretty clean comedian, right? Yeah, well, yeah, he's known. Like, he does go a, a little <laughs> off. Because but... there's some guys that, like... It'd be so boring. <laughs> yeah. Because after, like, before and after the show, they're just like, I'm going to be in my room. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, that's Tom. Tom doesn't really do much. He does now. Yeah. He's getting, well, that's because he's bringing his friends. Yeah. It was recently he talked about it, I think, on your mom's house that uh, he used to, like, fucking, nope, alone in my bedroom. But now he's like, 
let's go do a surfing lesson or let's go oh, do this cool. let's go do that like he's he's like i wish i would have done this the whole time yeah you know do shit you know um yeah not, that'd be great to get to the point where you pick your openers to go with you and you can pick your friends and, yeah that would be amazing yeah, last time i saw i think him, I, I know what you're talking about he, he was talking about that like he's like i've seen half of this country and all i've seen is their comedy comedy places and their airports yeah right yeah that'd be lame mm-hmm. i'd be like scouting I, yeah. out every place i go that'd, that'd be another cool thing about the uh bus you can stop at places along the way too. exactly yeah. Yeah. Hey. i would be road tripping all the time oh yeah be the best. Mm-hmm. Not having to freaking sit in a coach. Yeah. A coach uh, airplane seat. I'm, like, I'm 6'1". Sitting in an airplane is the fucking worst. I, I can't. can't like, yeah. People taller than me, like, how do you do it? <laughs> Dude, I'm short. Yeah, me, I'm, I'm happy to be I was going to say, now. yeah, me and Roddy have that problem. At 6'5", we're really struggling. Yeah. Right. yeah. I, I'm definitely not 6'5". <laughs> <laughs> You're, you're on the radio, Roddy. Nobody knows. Oh yeah, right? I'm six five and a half. That's what I was trying to get at. <laughs> That's what the dating profile says, yeah. at least. It actually, mm-hmm. mine, mine actually does say that I'm I'm six five, and then because uh, oh wait, what it? I can't even remember what it says. I'm gonna mess my own thing up. I do have that on Tinder, I think. Oh yeah. And I'm like, Did you put it like something. a foot taller than you or something like that. I can't remember. Here, I'll look it up as you guys are. I, I recently yeah. went on a date with a gal that said it said that she was six foot one. Met her in person. She was like four inches taller than me. <laughs> I was like, "You lied." I don't care. I mean, that doesn't bother me at all. I think that's kind of a silly thing to really care that much about. Yeah. Oh, I said uh, I'm six negative five, but I like put the little negative part on it, and then at the very end, I said I'm actually five seven, but technically speaking, I am also six negative five. <laughs> <laughs> nice. So. Well, I think we're to that time of the night. What time of the night is that? Dedication time, baby. Dedication. So each episode, yeah, each episode we dedicate to a comedian. And anytime we have a guest, we have that guest choose their favorite comedian or just a comedian that they would like to dedicate their episode to. So, Sam, who would you like to dedicate your episode to? Yeah, I'll try to make this sort of quick. Um you know, first off the bat, you're going to definitely guess that I'm going to say Tom Segura, but I'm not actually. Okay. Um, I, I really wow. did think deeply about this one, and uh, I kind of circled around to actually saying Chris Farley. He's not a stand-up. But okay. Like, we, are, we already went over how, like, how I feel about him, and, like, he he really did plant the seeds in the beginning for me to be into comedy and for me to eventually, you know, pursue it. Yeah. But then I thought a little more deeply about this. I don't normally get serious unless I absolutely have to, but mm-hmm. I'm going to be serious for a second. Um, I never talk about it, but there's been a lot of nights that the Duluth comedy crew have really pulled me out of a really bad place. Like there's nights before Mike's. I'm like, I'm not even going to go. They're not even going to miss me. They're not going to care. I'm even there. Nobody fucking does. But I go anyways. And it's just being in your guys' presence really makes me realize how wrong I am. So um, something that we don't, as a society, say enough to our family and definitely not our friends. Like, 
I love you Duluth Cod comedian so fucking much and you'll never know how much I really, really love you and uh, how much I appreciate all of you. So I'd break the rule a little bit. I'd like to dedicate it to the Duluth comedians. I I love it. Perfect. Dude, that's... Yep. And uh, they're at a mic tonight. That's why we can't be there. And uh just want to say all you comics, um, eat a bag of dicks, you dumb twats. <laughs> nah. I like how the seriousness ended. <laughs> yeah, can't be completely serious. Yeah, dude, I was serious nice. about that last part. None yeah, of the rest. Yeah, of the none stuff of the rest. Was... Yeah, that was the serious part. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, I. That's, that's a cool. that's a heartfelt dedication. Yeah. I I really like that. And yeah, you're all very special to me. And I do sincerely mean that. Yeah, and all the regulars, you know. Not, yeah, none of the outliers. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Fuck them. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Got to stop giving them stage time. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> Perfect. Uh, but no, and uh, I'm going to speak on behalf of everybody. Like, we love you too, man. Like, obviously, like, I am I can only talk for me, but I, from what I see, everybody. I'm sure a few others would agree. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, <laughs> At least one or two. Yeah. And I feel the same about all of the Duluth comedians. Like, obviously, I haven't been there as long as you, so like, mm-hmm. I don't have the, the deep connection to, to some of them that you do. But right. um, yeah, like, just getting into the scene has changed my life immensely for sure like you guys are amazing um just talking to the duluth comedians not sam uh, i'm just kidding <laughs> also sam, including sam, sam in there i'm including sam, sam i'm including vandy i'm including everybody sure i haven't met you really or got to know you much but everything i've heard about you has been really horrible so i mean yeah right I, I don't doubt that at all <laughs> <laughs> i mean i can be a piece of shit and i acknowledge that completely <laughs> And there's definitely, yeah, there's definitely comics that, like, probably think that I hate them. Especially because, like, when they start brand new, I, I don't want to get, like, connected to somebody who's just going to be there for, like, a couple of yeah. times. So, like, then it's, like, a month or two. It's like, okay, they're here every week. Now I'll be like, hey, man, like, what was your name again? Yeah. Like, I just Aiden recently. <laughs> I hosted. <laughs> and I was like, Aiden Tribalt? Yeah. <laughs> then the next week he came back again. And I was like, hey, man, I'm sorry. Can you tell me how to pronounce your name yeah. it's like it's tebow yeah <laughs> it's like, okay awesome. gotcha thanks but like me like i realized like me just like not giving a shit and pronouncing his name wrong is probably making him think oh he probably like doesn't even give a shit about me so i made sure to yeah to like, go and like man, i want to make sure that i'm pronouncing your name right and giving you the respect that you deserve yeah and uh maybe i should open up You're to these comments sooner yeah make them feel wanted because I know that there have been people that quit because they didn't feel like mm. they were welcome. Right? Yeah. And there's, and, there's some people that do good at making sure to introduce themselves the first time. And yeah. I don't, I just don't do that in pure, yeah. like in life. Right? Yeah. So. Yeah. I, anytime, like I, I try to be like at least cordial and make sure that I like say hi to them and stuff right, and maybe uh, give them a wristband now that we have wristbands right. like i've given some new people wristbands just to be have them feel welcome and everything right. or just and, tell them that they did good or yeah exactly yeah i usually give them fist bumps and like if i see them come off stage and mm-hmm. but yeah that's cool right, Sam, do you have do you have anything to plug or actually before we do the plugs i just want to say um i know we like have had guests before like want to talk about stuff and we didn't get an opportunity so before we get into that, is there anything that we didn't talk about today that you wanted to talk about? Um, obviously, we're going to have you on a, a future episode, whether it be just on the Patreon or um, as a, as another guest. But um, is there anything that you want to talk about in particular? 
Nah, I think we went over a lot. Okay. Yeah. Sweet. Just wanted to make sure. Yeah. Nope. I'm good. Sweet. Plugs. Well, do you have anything anything to plug, or where can people find you? Um, you can find me at Sammy Standups on Twitter and Instagram. Um, you can email me at sammystandups at gmail.com, but you can just DM me on Instagram. Okay. So, <laughs> do, you, do you want to spell that just so everybody? S-A-M-M-Y-S-T-A-N-D-S-U-P-S. Nope, nope, sorry, sorry, sorry. S-T-A-N-D-U-P-S. Okay. Sammy Standups, all one word. But, uh, yeah, so you said this comes out March 27th? Yep, this will be coming out March 27th. On uh, March 31st at the Reef in Duluth, we are going to do a showcase. And if it goes well, we are going to do it monthly. So the first one will be a showcase, and then I think I'm going to go to a, uh opener feature uh, headline format. And it'd be awesome if we could do it every every month. So if you can come to that, that'd be great. It's probably going to be like a $5 cover charge. And uh, I'm going to make sure that all the regular stand-ups get on the show at some capacity. Um, I have a list of people that I want to headline. I have a list of people that I think are better as features. I have a list of people that are better as openers. I'm going to nice. have to meet some uh, cities comics to bring them up just to keep things fresh. Um, I do want to warn comics listening. Uh, I'm going to prioritize the ones that are regularly coming to mics, uh, supporting, coming to the shows that they're not booked in to show that yeah. you're supporting the rest of us. And to at, uh, at mics, like stay for the whole mic, watch everybody set that you can, like show that you actually care about the whole community, not just your own standup. So that's just a warning if you okay. want to get booked. <laughs> That's but yeah, that's at the reef and we're starting August March fourth, March thirty first at a nine o'clock PM. Sweet. I'm yeah. excited for it. I'm really excited for it. I really hope it it uh takes off. Yeah. I yeah. I think I told you before, I'm I'm not gonna be able to make that one, unfortunately. I'm gonna be on a disc golf trip. No, I understand if you if there's you can't make it to every yeah. show, but if yep. it's like I'm four or five shows in and yeah. somebody didn't go to any of them. It's yeah. like, well, you only care about yourself, so yeah. I'm not booking you. Yeah, so. and I'm I'm trying to go to as many things outside of, like, I, I want to go to, like, the gopher hole. I've been trying to go to those, but it's so tough when I work on the weekends to, yeah. no, to that, get anything. No, that's understandable. Yeah. Right? Um, yeah, the gopher hole shows have been awesome. Yeah, I really I'm wanna... actually, nope, it's, this is going to air after, but it, uh, this upcoming next Friday, the 10th, I'm going to be on the gopher hole. Okay. So... So if you can find a time machine, go back in time, <laughs> go to that right. show. Yeah. <laughs> that's going to be that's fun, the, though. Yeah, it's always a good time part. down in the hole. Yeah, that's the tough part about recording and then mm-hmm. yep. having it out. Because even if we would have got you on the next one, like we were maybe thinking, um, but we have to do the anniversary yep. one. Yep. So the yeah, go listen to the anniversary one. Uh, <laughs> but uh, yeah, so that one, even it would have been past that. Yep. Yeah, it's fine, though. But Can't win them all. And then again, Sam, have you got anything? Whatever, send it over to me. I'll always throw it up on all our socials. Yeah, I should hopefully have a the Facebook event for the reef done soon. Okay. So I'll make sure to send it to you when I have the link. I have to finalize the flyer. We're waiting on one comics portrait. Okay. And then I need to get the reef to approve of it. And yeah, sweet. That's my job this week. Nice. It's the only job I got. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, because we're gonna be plugging your your episode obviously the week prior yeah. to to the the episode releasing and then that whole week we can we can push the reef for you sweet awesome there you go appreciate that a lot so yeah not a problem 
Dude, I'll share anything. Any, anybody that we get on, I'll, I'll always share everything you guys do. Yeah, even if, I've seen you share some stuff before. It's very appreciated yeah, for, even, like, all of us. Yeah, even if you guys just want to do, like, a dumb video, like, we would have, like, obviously, like, I try to do videos every now and then where I'm just, like, doing random things. Like, I have snowfall on me, and I say, the stupidest podcast. Right. Like, if you want to do something dumb like that, you can plug your own stuff. You don't have to, obviously, plug us. Right. But, like, we'll we'll put that stuff up there, too. Cool. Cool. Yeah, awesome. absolutely. Sweet. So. All right. Well, guys, you guys can reach us at uh, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, uh, Snapchat, TikTok, Snapchat, we just start, we started again. You can reach us and add us on the stupidest pod. Um, am I missing anything, Roddy? Uh, we just added Reddit, so you can always add us Reddit. on Reddit. I want to start a little community, so if you're interested in there, just it's just the stupidest podcast. It's the subreddit. So Perfect. But you guys can always reach us at www.thestupidestpodcast.com. And then if you have any questions that you'd like to ask us or want to reach out or anything like that, you guys can send us an email at the stupidest podcast at gmail.com. There we go. All right. I think this is a great episode, Sam. I want to say thank you for coming on. Yes. Thank talking you. Talking with us. Yeah. Thanks yeah, for coming on. I had man. a lot of fun. Thank you for having me. Can't wait for the next one. Yeah, absolutely. yeah, for sure. Yeah. We've been trying to get you on for a while. I'm trying to get everybody on, but yeah, yeah. I'm yep. glad that you came on and we were able to get you in today so it's a fun time yeah it was good finally getting to meet you you as well so all right i think this was a great episode yeah great episode fun episode so, all right well, well have a good one have a good one